Why, hello everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Here Be Dragons. You've joined us in Crystal Keep. We, uh, haven't killed anyone yet. Well, the party's killed some goblins or something. Hello, goblins. Uh, yeah, if you, if you missed last week, there was a fun little side adventure within this big old world of fun, uh, where they... I won't spoil it. Just go listen. It's on, uh, all of our podcast and on VOD right now, so if you haven't listened to it, uh, I don't think it's gonna break much. There's a couple extra items that have appeared, but if you don't, if you don't know anything about it, go at it after this episode. Get six hours of us in tonight. Six full hours of Here Be Dragons. You'll get tired of my voice. It's okay. Uh, Welcome so. to my life. Ouch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Fizzle Pop is uh, strangely dying in this episode. Uh, so we, we have some sponsors. Take a look at them uh, in the links below me on Twitch. You can find them in chat if you do exclamation point sponsors, I believe. They'll give you a list of who we have, and then you can get to more of what they offer. Uh, but we did a giveaway this last week on Instagram. Uh, the post is going to go live here in a little bit to fully announce, but we're going to give a sneak peek on stream here. Our winner of the advent calendar from Critical Treasures I know who it is. is drum roll, please. It's Lucas Martinez. Thank you all for entering, for commenting, for letting us know your favorite holiday foods, because, you know, we like to eat too. Uh, so I've got a huge list of things we'll be eating in the next month or so. Uh, thanks to you all. Uh, you've provided my shopping list. And because of that, uh, it's Lucas Martinez. We'll get you in contact with Critical Treasures, and Kirsty will get that wonderful holiday advent calendar coming your way. Uh, if you are all looking at anything from Critical Treasures, she's in the UK, so heads up with all of the shipping fiascos. It might not come in time for... Christmas, Hanukkah, or whatever holidays you are celebrating, Festivus, uh, whatever you may call it for your holiday celebrations this year, just let people know you might get it in January. Uh, but that's not to say it can't make it. So go take a look, go support our, our sponsors and have some fun there. Um, we also have something great going on. Um, last week we introduced a fuzzy little creature that... Uh, is now residing in a backpack or satchel of one of our players. Uh, we've got some fun art. Go take a look at our merch. So if someone in our chat could do exclamation point merch, take a look at the link there. We've got some shirts. We've got some uh, sweatshirts. We've got, what, stickers and a few other things that have both our pillow goblin on it and this new creature. Um, hint, hint, it's another plush. We, we're, we're having fun. Uh, so take a look there. Um, Support us, support others, show off the fun gear. Uh, let us know in Discord as well if you've got fun gear from other channels that we should uh, be wearing on stream and supporting all the other small streamers because that's what we love to do. Um, any other announcements, uh, tangents, etc.? Uh, anything from Sir Hoy in the Dark over there? Oh, all, of my, all, all of my lights are packed up because I'm... Oh shooting a movie in the next couple weeks so i'm like <laughs> relying on the baby lights i have scattered around and then just <laughs> googling white image and putting full screen white images on all of your screens right 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Could do that. Not, none of us have done that before. Uh, Could, yeah. And another Color's one. Not right. Here it is. Here it is. One. Jared's another lighting. One. Jared's lighting himself just by the LCDs. Uh, perfect. Well, I think we're gonna dive into some story. Who's ready? No one's ready. Everyone's just staring at me silently. I'll do it one silently. time. You do oh. what one time? What is he doing? I'm lost. I'm just gonna start rolling d20s, and that's how much death is happening. <laughs> uh, ooh, a six. Okay, uh, a twenty. Death to all. Uh, so, over the last few sessions, we have had some shenanigans in the castle at Crystal Keep. Now. There was an invitation for one of our party to go to the castle, but somehow the rest of the party ended up tagging along. They they made their way into the castle to find, uh, well, to spend time with the king. There was no nefarious plans from our, our crew here. Nothing like seeking a magical rope in a chest in the middle of the castle of the most unknown artifacts and items. None of that. Not accidentally falling into a wormhole into a plush kingdom inhabited by zombie plushes. None of that. But uh, it happened. The party did end up getting to the, the central of the castle, finding the rope and getting pulled in unintentionally uh, through this little portal wormhole. Uh, unintentionally. Eljor's quoting that over there. The DM made it happen, so it happened. Uh, but <laughs> it did. I just said I'm going in, so, you know. <laughs> Dives in, head first. Uh, but after they've gotten themselves out of this plushy kingdom and released another person that was inside, the party found themselves alone in the middle of the castle as the king hurried off to figure out what just happened. The zombie pillow goblins all lay dead on the floor, scattered throughout the building as the guards had dispatched of them. So, standing in the central secret room, full of artifacts and treasures, and a torn-up blanket that was once a blanket fort in front of them. Party, what is it that you do at this point? Well, we had just sent the prince off to go potentially meet his brother, right? Yeah, he just I'd like to find out if his brother is here. Yeah. So maybe we go look for him? Just follow the prince or the <clears throat> king. Sorry. The yeah. the king the king hurried off. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he didn't was you guys stopped. need to steal something? I got it. Oh. It's right here. As, as, the rope, right? As Fizz pulls a rope from her bag. Nice. Um, Does it yeah, look I guess special? Chase, chase after the king, right? Didn't they say yeah, what, do you it. can like cut it or something? Is that the one where you can cut it and it fixes itself? No. no. It was something magical. What did it do? I don't remember. Oh, remembers. that's right. It could stand on its own. Yes, a rope yeah. needs not be tied to anything. I throw it forward. I assume it falls back to the floor the way it did before. Maybe it's not the magic rope. Maybe you're doing it wrong. 
We never do anything wrong. Did it come with instructions? A rope comes with maybe, instructions. Maybe don't play with the stolen item in this place where you stole it from. Um, I pick up the end of the rope and I pull it up in the air. Okay. And then I let go. The end of the rope stays in, in place. I think this is the one. Oh. Well done. And then I like smack it down and throw it back in the bag. I'm off yeah. after the king. You're okay. off after the king. Uh, please roll me a perception check to see if you were able to notice the direction he hustled off. Can I, can I assist? Assist on the perception check? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. You stand, you stand eerily over his shoulder as you look down the hallway, and the hallway tees at the end about 40 feet down. Uh, 13. With, with the assist? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the assist does. Oh, it gives you advantage on the roll. Oh, well then. He's doing the help action. Yeah. 18. Nice. 18. You're, you're fairly sure. Uh, you saw the king take a right where the, the hall tees, uh, about 40 feet down. Um, you do see a guard that had walked past with an armful of, uh, what seems to be the zombie goblin pillow pelts, uh, and you hear him huffing and puffing something about the mess he has to clean up as he walks through, going right to left. So, going from where the king had run, opposite of where you're intending to go. Yeah, I want to just fly up the hallway, and as I pass him, just be like, hello, and keep going. As, as you're mm-hmm. fluttering up past, uh, he, he looks at you and looks to say something uh, and turns quickly as the rest of the group who's following behind kind of runs past. Uh, he drops a couple of the the pelts and you hear, uh, uh, but no, stop. <laughs> and he's very questioningly trying to stop you as if he wasn't even aware that you were running around the castle without a guide. You, you run down the oh, don't hall worry, a friends bit. of the king. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends of the king, you, you shout. Uh, but as, as you run down the hall a little bit, um, the hall gets really, really tall, and there's paintings from floor to ceiling that seem to uh, show kings and queens past. There's about 100 or so of these things that line the walls for the next 80 feet or so. Uh, the, the ceiling is about 40 or 50 feet up. You can't quite tell... There's a few small chandeliers hanging way down and lighting some of the, the higher uh, the higher portraits with a, a very magical flame that almost looks gem-like. Um, but it's far enough away that you can't quite tell if it's gem or just a magical flame itself. Um, as you pass through all of these portraits, all of them look quite old, except for one that looks incredibly fresh. It's the largest one on the wall, and it seems to be of the current king. Um, To the edges of it, it it also seems to have been put in place of a few other photos or other portraits that were painted and set on the wall and had left some sun staining. Um, So it seems that this king has taken his joyous place right in the center of this, this ornate piece. Um, and you get to the end of the hall, and in the end of the hall, there's a, a nice sitting parlor that is quiet and empty. There's a, a couple sets of stairs that go up in either direction at the far end. It doesn't seem to be such in a manner that they meet. Uh, it seems to head off to two separate wings. Um, 
and they go up a level. There's sunlight coming down from each stairwell. It's a very quiet sitting area with no one in it, and just a, a few small nooks with a couple sets of bookshelves around each. In the center, there's a rug that is a, a large bearskin. Um, that one is quite dusty, and you can see that uh, there's some treads around it in both directions, as if they haven't swept here in some time. That's odd. Uh, we don't <laughs> hear the king? Like, uh, you believe he came through here. This is the direction. There was no other side shoots off anywhere. There was no little hallways, no doors that you'd noticed. Um, and there's no and footprints it, in the dust? There's, there's footprints through the dust on both sides as if people had walked through it within the last day or so. Uh, going in both directions, kind of walking around this this bearskin rug. Um, they lead to the stairs on the far side, uh, but nothing looks as if someone had just passed through here or is distinguishable that someone had just passed through here versus someone who passed through like potentially earlier this morning or yesterday. So it is it is okay. worn through in a certain area, but no one seems to have like gone to the little seating areas next to the bookshelves. Okay. And all I see in chat is everyone's trying to steal things. Chat's just <laughs> telling the party to steal the throne, steal the the paintings and portraits. You know, Listen, you're in, you're we're in not a castle unattended, thieves, right? Okay. <laughs> None of that will fit in my pocket, chat. <laughs> um, is there anything that seems... Like it's been moved or touched within the last couple days that's maybe not as dusty or has some obvious fingerprints. Along the walls or in the, the seating areas or whatnot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, please roll a investigation. Investigation? Ooh, eight. Eight. Uh, as you look around, it seems that there's dust and cobwebs all over. Uh, you mm -hmm. believe that someone may have stepped over to a couple of the shelves in the last week, but you're not quite sure. The footprints are a little bit dust-covered, um, but it could have been that a, a swift king running through here had caused dust to flutter across uh, footprints that were fairly fresh. So you're not sure uh, whether or not there's anything recently touched. Okay. And this I mean, is a dead it, end, right? I was gonna say. There's stairs on either side that go up, but you're not quite sure if the king went to the left or the right wing. But there's no sign of the king in here, at least. Um. Eldor, you want to flip for it? Flip for it? Yeah. See which way we go? Left, well, sure. <laughs> like, do you want me to roll a die or flip yeah. a coin? Because I don't have yeah. coin. Eldra's we'll coin stands on end. <laughs> I'll pick evens for you. Let's keep spinning. I just, I just fly for in up for an in, in inception. <laughs> just any, any. Uh, you just fly up. Which which direction? Because the the, ceiling, the left staircase. The left staircase. So yeah. Corey goes flying up the left staircase. Is there the rest of the party is standing there trying to figure out 
where to go. Well, I guess he chose for us. And then right. I just follow. Let's follow him. All right. I up love, the left. I love the action. <laughs> Corey's, Corey's on a mission here. Uh, so. I mean, my justification is if I'm caught in here, I at least have an invite. Yeah. So. True. Me too. Like, I'm going to get caught remember? without you. <laughs> I, I don't care about the rest of them. <laughs> uh, Corey, as you fly up the, the left staircase, you you do seem to think you're in the proper wing. Um, it's a bit more quiet. There's a, a large rug that runs the, the center of the hallway. <coughs> uh, the hall is fairly wide. There's sunbeams coming in on the left through a few tall windows. And on the right, there's doors spaced out every 30 feet or so. Uh, you see five of them. Um, each door has a different color on it, a uh, very bright color, uh, something that might be more childish. Uh, so these look like they could be rooms for some of the royal children. The doors stand about 10 or 12 feet tall, uh, quite large and very ornate. The, the floors have been well taken care of up here. Um, so there's potentially uh, someone who's either come through and cleaned this wing or another entrance on the far end of the wing. Uh, at the far end, the, the hall takes a, a dogleg right back behind all of these rooms or off to the side of all these rooms. There's a, a small statue in the corner. You can't quite make out what it is. It's a good hundred or so feet down given the size of what you believe the rooms behind these doors to be. Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's potentially the quarters. Um, but unless I unless I hear or see a people, I'm just keep keep kind of following the pathway. Yeah, as you're following the pathway on the third door down, you hear some muffled voices behind it. Uh, it sounds like there may be three or four people within the room. Um. Uh, and it doesn't sound like their conversation is joyous. Can I ID any of the voices? The the door is quite thick, uh, so you hear muffles at best. Um, you you may be able to identify that there's a younger male and a slightly older male amongst a couple other voices. Uh, you don't seem to hear any female voices in the room, uh, or none have spoken up. Uh, wild shape cockroach. Wild shape cockroach. Uh, nice. What? How does the party see this? If you're if you're coming up to the door, do you just like pop and then go under, or what? What is this wild shape looking like? Yeah, I think it'd probably be a fluid, a fluid kind of vibe. Like <laughs> I'd start just... my dive bomb towards the bottom of the door and then just flump. <laughs> Like they've seen me shape change, like that's yeah, not yeah. new to them. So. Beyond. <laughs> uh, so as you just like nose dive in and shape change just at the right uh, moment and crawl under the door, uh, inside you notice there's a large bed. Uh, on the bed there's a few stuffed animals uh, and a bunch of pillows piled up in the corner. Um, behind that bed you kind of see the tops of a, a few heads standing on the, the other side. And from your angle, uh, the bed is close enough that it is blocking most of who's behind there. Uh, so you'll be able to see if you go under the bed or around the, the foot of it. Yeah, I'll go under. Right, going under the bed, there's even more pillows under here. It seems to be 
uh, way too many for a single person, uh, but they're, they're there. Uh, you're able to navigate through and get to the other side, and as you get through uh, all of the, the noise muffling that the pillows are providing, you, you hear uh, the king finishing a sentence. Then take him to the dungeons. This is not, this is not what we need at this time. And a muffled voice, as if it's been gagged, uh, and you see uh, a few guards standing around uh, a person. Uh, you can't quite tell who it is, uh, but they are wearing fairly ragged clothes. Okay. The guards begin <clears throat> to. Uh, lift this person to their knees uh, and then stand them up and the person is like kind of fighting a little bit and you notice the the face seems fairly familiar to uh, a very gruff person that was just in another realm and as as they're moving through you notice too that uh, the clothing is is very tattered and worn from about uh, one shoulder to mid-chest down, where they were potentially partly plush. Uh, it seems to be fully flesh and, and bone now. Um, and the, the clothing on the other shoulder is uh, pristine and in condition like it was just pulled off the rack this morning. Um, you believe this to be the same person that you had just found, and the guards are walking towards the door, uh, where the rest of the party is now starting to hear footsteps coming towards the door and a muffled voice kind of and then you hear quiet you and at that moment a thud as a, a guard takes a hilt of a sword and just knocks the man unconscious um the rest of the party you're outside in the hall and you hear some fumbling at the doorknob Okay, we need to hide. I'm not gonna hide. Um, why not? There's there's curtains across the way uh, that are large, long drape, floor to ceiling. Uh, they're about twenty or so feet tall, so that could be a spot. Otherwise, you're pretty much in plain view here. Cool. I want to hide there. All right, hiding in the curtains. Fizz, are you gonna hide? Are you gonna stay? Are you? Um, Just yeah. waddling I'll... along? No, I'll hide. You'll hide. All right. Uh, those who are hiding, I need a stealth check or a stealth uh, roll at advantage. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Is? Eleven. All right. And Eljor, you're just going to be standing in the hall? Yeah. All right. Uh, so as as you both my go, hand, my foot down. there you go. As you both go diving into the the large curtains, uh, the door opens and the curtains let out a ruffle uh, at the moment that you you dive in. You're not to be seen at the moment, but uh, the the couple guards that are standing in the door kind of look over Eljoy's shoulder briefly as they see the curtains moving as if something's within them, uh, and then they focus right on Eljoy. The the one guard that's not. Uh, holding this unconscious man up by his shoulders and pushes in front and face to face with Eljor. What are you doing in these um, parts of the castle? I'm sorry, is the king there with them? 
The king uh, isn't right up with them, but you do believe you see him in the back of the room, kind of pacing with his his head up or his hand up on his head. I'm sorry, my lord. I was looking for uh, your dinner guest. He, I seem to have lost him. The the king looks around. You you lost the the fairy within my castles. Um, I'm sure Quite that he flies uh... little little thing he is. <laughs> Was he, was he after something? Um, a, a treat? The restroom? And the king hurries over, very frantic-looking, uh, but trying to pull himself together as he makes his way towards you. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not sure. Who is this man? I believe I know him. That's 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 none of your um, concern at the moment. Uh, he's, he's not to be allowed in this castle right now. This is his sword. The king, uh, the king briefly opens his mouth in awe and then straightens himself up and looks at you i don't know what games you're you're playing here but um that sword is none of your possession how did you come about it see the crest there and he points to a large crest on the butt of you you believe that this is his how did he just give it to you while we were in the castle you didn't come in with it I would have noticed no, something. No, I found it in a magical realm where I found this man, and we helped him escape. Seems the... as though he was playing in a pillow, fought with his brother, and disappeared some time ago. The guard that was uh, kind of up in your face holds his head back and looks around as if he's not sure what he's hearing, and this is confusing him. Like you've lost your mind, and he's he's confused trying to understand what you had just said. And then he grabs you by the shoulders. All right, sir, you follow us and um, whatever realms you're speaking of, we will um, find those later. And so he's got his hands on your shoulders. He's not keeping you from moving, but he's definitely uh, in a slightly more threatening manner, um, kind of getting you to go down the hall or trying to push you a little bit. And I just kind of lightly push up and then just pull them off my shoulders and I, and I just keep looking at the king and I say, um, I'm sorry, my lord, I must find my friend. I apologize. Do you mind if I look through the room a bit? I thought I heard him come around this way. Being flustered kind of looks at you puzzled and waves a hand uh, and he, he puts a hand on one of the guards holding the man up and gives a tiny bit of a push, and they they start dragging him down the hall, uh, his feet kind of dragging behind uh, as they're holding him up by the shoulders still. And they're they're going down the far end where there's a bend in the hall. Uh, The one guard that was in your face steps off to the side of the room, uh, or outside of the door, kind of looking at uh, you and then looking into the doorway at the king. And the king just puts his hand up and waves you in, uh, and steps outside with the guard, and you hear uh, a little bit of whispering as the king leans into the the guard who's standing there, um, and kind of lets you you pass into the room. The the two behind the curtain hear a bit of a muffled whispering as well. You can't quite hear what the the king is saying, uh, but through a little bit of what you can see uh, as the light passes through the, the fabric, uh, you see that the king is like shaking a fist in a little bit furious and frustrated at this point as he's whispering to his guard 
um, and, and pointing down the hall where, where the man was, was taken, and then just like throwing his hands up as uh, something has, has gone awry. Uh, but as you step into the room, Eljor, uh, the room doesn't seem to have anything odd or different about it, just a, a slight musty smell as if it's not been used for many years. Okay. Um, at this point, I'm actually looking for my fairy friend. <laughs> like, I'm ignoring them. I just want to make sure I know where he is, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're looking around, most likely for a, a cockroach. Um, <clears throat> that's what you believe to have seen go under the door, um, or a small bug of some sort. Um, his, with the dive, you only got a brief glimpse of what, what Corey had changed into. Uh, Corey, what what do you do as you see all of this happen and uh, you see Eldor kind of step into the room as you're still under the bed? Uh, I mean, my my plan is to head back to uh, the the room where we had lunch slash meal, um, the dining hall area. Yeah, yeah. Wait for a little bit and then if the king doesn't reappear, basically make my my exit. Like, I guess he got better things to do, and then just be seen leaving. Okay. So, like, with the intent of, uh, oh, he ran off. I, I looked for you briefly, couldn't find him, so I went back to the to the thing. But I'll get there as, as a bug. As a bug. Okay, uh, you see Eldra kind of in the room looking around. Do you... Uh, stay hidden from Eljor as well, or... No, I, I mean... If he sees me, he sees me. I'm not... I'm not particularly hiding. But do I... Did I I'll do, give... a little, I'll do a little cockroach dance as I saunter past. a little antenna salute. <laughs> uh, Eljor, uh, please roll a perception to see if you notice the, the cockroach dance as you're looking about the room. That's perfectly average 10. Perfectly average 10. Uh, you you do see something on the floor just kind of like shuffling out, and it's it's an odd movement for a, a bug that you would notice. Um, and you're just a little bit taken aback, most likely, from what you see. I think I'll probably assume that's him since the cockroach is acting weird. <laughs> Doing <laughs> a little just shuffle, kind of... just dancing. Yeah, and then at that the point door. I'll recluse myself and say, so I think I've seen all I need. Thank you, my lord, and I will walk away. All right. Uh, Fizz, you had a question. Did I give Corey his jacket back? I can't remember. Nope. So I'm still, still wearing has it. The... So I'm still wearing the Invisicoat. Uh, no, you most likely tossed it in your bag amongst all of the mess that had happened with the last session. Okay, well, I think now would be a good time to just utilize that again then. So I'm going <laughs> to pull it out and squat, you know, bend my knees so that it actually fits me a little better and covers me. And okay. then I'll, like, come out behind the curtain. Please roll a stealth check at advantage uh, as you're... Partly not visible, but also causing the drapery to, to ripple as you move out. The soft 20. A soft 20. You actually get out into the hall without anyone noticing you. Um, Corey, as you are making your way towards the hall, you believe you see like some little cobalt toes appear in front of you a little bit as the cloth bounces 
but it wouldn't be visible to someone looking down at her. Um, just enough that it's like you're kind of seeing a little bit under the hem. So do I hear anything? I want to like kind of see if like signs of like where they might have gone. Yeah, so uh, you don't hear anything about the man that got dragged down the hall. Uh, he, he continued down the direction you were heading uh, before you stopped at the room. Right now, outside of the room, you've got the one lead guard and the king who are saying nothing to each other, just kind of uh, pacing about. And at that moment, Eldor comes out and dismisses himself. And Eldor, do you continue back the way you came or down the hall where the man was dragged? I th think I'm going to follow them because I don't see any of my compatriots. Uh, so there's not much else for me to do. All right, <laughs> so as you... That way. As you dismiss yourself out the room, uh, the king kind of looks around. Um, so your your fairy wasn't inside. Um, no. Well, let's go have a drink. I can um speak with the the hands throughout the the castle and see if anyone has seen them. Um, or maybe these they've turned up for the the fey wine that we had earlier. Um. Who knows? I'm I, I'm not very familiar with with Fey. If it like attracts them, if I set some Fey wine out or not, but um, it's it's been a long day. Let's let's retreat. I'm for, sure we'll find him. Thank you, all right, sir. All right, let's let's retreat for um, a drink. Uh, <laughs> the the king starts walking uh, with a little bit of briskness in his pace back the way that you'd all came. So down towards the stairs. Um, and kind of looks over his shoulder at you a little bit to make sure that you're in tow. The the lead guard shuts the, the door to the room and stands in front of it and pulls a, a small uh, notebook out and starts to <clears throat> mark something down in it. Um, and you see him stand there and think for a minute and then mark a few more things down and start walking down the hallway where uh, the man had been dragged off by the, the other two guards. Um, so right now, the king and Eldor are heading back towards the stairs. Three guards and uh, the unconscious man are heading the opposite direction. Uh, we have Fizz in the mostly invisible cloak walking around the hallway. We have a no, cha-chaing uh, bug, cockroach. Uh, a cockroach, dancing down the hallway or doing whatever uh, Corey's He's doing He's singing now. like cucaracha and dancing. <laughs> 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 so you hear... Uh, and as he's as he's going down the hall, uh, Corey does notice that Fizz is in the presence, or at least believes that Fizz is in the presence of of at least himself, uh, but doesn't catch sight of Lily behind the curtain. Since Eldred goes with the king, I'm gonna like kind of look around, and then I'm gonna go after where they dragged the guy. Cause I'm just curious. I would like to as well, with stealth. Since stealth. I don't have invisibility. <laughs> okay, uh, Lily, I'll need you to roll um, three stealth checks for you to make it to cover or hide behind things to make it down the hall to the corner. Uh, okay. Fizz, I need you to make one uh, dexterity check as you're just kind of like crouched hustling. And then Corey, you do notice that uh, Fizz seems to turn away from where Eljor is going and walk the opposite direction. Up to you how you uh, handle that. No, I've 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 long since assumed Fizz would get themselves killed. Uh, <laughs> so 
No, my, my intent stays stays the same. Fizz is gonna blow herself up or something. It's not Valarian, Fizz. <laughs> I think we're forgetting why. You're right. you're not you're not a magical explosion. You're just a danger lizard. Okay. So. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so danger I have lizard. fifteen, uh-huh. twenty-one, and seventeen. Fifteen, twenty-one, and seventeen. Uh, the first movement out of the curtain to the next large curtain down the hall, um, there's a little bit of wobble on the curtain rods at the top, and it makes a couple little clunks. Uh, the guard that was walking away stops for a second to listen, but doesn't actually turn around or do anything, just listens. Good. And then carries about uh, his path around the corner. Um, Fizz, what was your roll? Uh, that was a solid eight. A solid eight. Uh, Fizz, you get about halfway down, and just as the guard turns the corner, um, you end up stepping right on the the corner of this, this garment and kind of tripping on it a little bit, causing it to fall off of you. You don't fall yourself, but you're able to steady yourself, and you're standing in the middle of the, the hallway with the garment off and laying on the floor. And that guy's staring at me? No, he did just turn the corner. So oh. you are you're well, I'm gonna fully pick visible, it, but well, I'm gonna pick it back up and put it back on. All right. Uh, <laughs> as as you do that, the the moment you get the the garment just back over yourself, the guard peeks back around the corner, um, as if he might have caught just like a little blip yeah. of of fizz becoming visible and standing there in a, a weird like sneaky stealthy pattern visible he he stares and blinks quite heavily and you hear him mumble something about shouldn't have had that that extra drink um and he he keeps going down the hall and as you both get to the corner of fizz and lily you hear him like grumbling under his breath about this was supposed to be my day off and i didn't want to be working in the castle but there was so many who were assigned to work the the city guard this week and blah 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 and he just like talking to himself about how he hates his job um and as you see him go down the hallway it, he opens a large door that looks a bit more worn um about 70 feet down and he shuts the door behind him and you hear a thunk of a, a large deadbolt locking the door up um the hall is nice and carpeted about halfway to that door, and then it turns to a very cold stone. Uh, and there's a couple little offshoot hallways that seem to be at that point where it turns from carpet to stone. Uh, so you're entering another like subset of this wing if you continue forward. Um, as the, the king is leading Eljor back, uh, the king walks down the stairs and through the, the bearskin rug room, and he stops for a second and he looks over at Eljor. So, have have you ever seen such um, a strange, mysterious beast like this? And he he leans down and he he pats the the bear on the nose a little bit, and uh, it sparkles in the fur from the nose tip all the way down to the tail, with almost lightning that shoots through the fur. For a brief moment, the the bear sparkles uh, with like blue and green lightning. Uh, streaks down it, and then it it kind of dulls back down to the the brown fur that it had. Um, I can't believe I've seen anything quite exactly like that. No, uh, do you no. mind? And I reach to hold it if he'll allow me. 
yeah, as you reach down to to touch the the bear's nose where he had, um, there's a, a slight like tingly spark feeling that you get. And as you make contact with the nose, it too sparkles, but a little smaller. As the king did a, a little bit more of a pat, and you just to the touch, it sparkles about midway down with this this blue and green lightning, and then stops pretty quickly. And the king, you you see out of the corner of your eye, is grinning. My my grandfather, he um killed that one in in the forest a couple miles out, many many years ago. I was maybe a year year old. Huh. You said it was in the forest in this plane. Yes, um, he, he said it wasn't supposed to have been here. It must have been a leftover from the wars that had happened um, many centuries prior. Do you wonder how you explain all the little goblin, pillow goblin things running around that seem to have a very similar aesthetic, my lord? As, as uh, you say the pillow goblins, the, the king stands up just a little bit stiffer um those uh, those were tricks the, they were nothing more than um one of our, our wizard trainees um just tricks to uh to mess with the other trainees um don't don't worry about them um this time of year there's there's many spooky things that happen um but uh, this this bear uh the bear is is fur as if it was a real bear not a plush bear but <laughs> it does react a little bit non-natural uh the the king goes um this this bear is um not related you 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 don't need to worry about that um but the the wizard tricks are most likely cleaned up um and we'll we'll have that wizard uh sent to the the jail cells now oh. and am i am i alone with the king right now in this room the best of your knowledge yes uh you're not quite sure where Corey's at if Corey had followed you sure. uh no this, or anything at this point, Corey would have been coming down the stairs and seeing the the interactions with the bear uh, sparkling in the middle of the room. My lord, I wish that you would reconcile with your brother. The king just stares at you and you see his jaw clench a little bit. I don't know who you think you are speaking of. But I wish that you wait in the foyer. My lord, it's just you and me. Just two men speaking candidly. No politics. No, none of that. Why would you knock out Gag and imprison your brother after he worked so hard to get back to you? The, the king's jaw clenches a bit tighter and you almost hear his jaw pop uh, as he he bites down a little bit more and you hear you do not know the packs that we have and the voice seems unlike the kings that you had heard and almost like another being at that moment oh very well I um I must have misunderstood to good health and longevity and the rule of our king and I just put the glass up for a toast you're carrying a glass with you right now well didn't he say he was we were gonna have a drink so i figured yeah there was you, here. you'd stopped in this room you hadn't quite made it to the oh okay the room with i the thought food. this was where the drinks were sorry <laughs> no no he was he was just stopping to show off one of his his treasures there but as okay. as you as you kind of 
back off a little bit, you notice the king wipes a very like black liquid away from his nose, not blood, but it seems to come out as if he was like bleeding. Um, and he, he wipes it away and quickly like puts his hand in his pocket and gets rid of it. This is quite the trinket, my lord. I'm sure you're very proud to have it. Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> my grandfather has put many things in this this castle that I still have yet to find him because, well, he was quite tricky himself. And then um, he continues on and talks about all the things that his grandfather had, had said and done and uh, had given him and had hidden throughout the castle. Talks about uh, magical items hidden in plain sight, uh, such as one of these books. And he taps a book, and as he taps it, uh, the cover, the binding changes a little bit. Like, it's a completely different book. Just oh, very cool. much a trick. Um but he talks in such a way that the the exchange you had uh, just prior to the the black liquid coming out of his nose almost seems to have not been consciously him, um, and kind of brushes that off and leads you back towards where uh, you were having lunch earlier. Uh, Corey, you were able to see all of this exchange and you can uh, follow them along about 20 or so feet behind as you're skittering across the floor. Uh, Before we go back to Fizz and Lily, was there anything you wanted to do in this room or just continue your following? No, in fact, I'd take any opportunity to get ahead of them because I want to be in the room first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Please roll me one stealth check at advantage. Do you want to be in the room where it happens? (laughs) Um, Also, I'm not... not Superly concerned yeah. if they see me because I'm just okay. a bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eleven. Just a bug. Eleven. Uh, you you skitter past and are able to get into the room ahead. The king, you hear mutter something about needing some pest control in this place. Uh, and Eljo, you hear him apologize for any of the mess that you may have seen. Some of these wings are a little bit under care, um, and he just. Kind of brushes it off as he has some of the cobwebs and other things as he's shown you the rest of the swing back to uh, the dining hall where you had lunch. Uh, Corey, you're able to make it in there probably about eight seconds ahead of the the king and Eldor. Um, I only need six to turn back into me. You only need six. Perfect. Uh, So you're able to turn back into yourself. And, and be there in the room. Eldro, was there anything else that you had before stepping oh, into? If I would have noticed this precarious little cockroach, I probably would have tried to, and he noticed that it was trying to get into the room ahead of us, so I would probably delay him as long as possible, just like asking him to explain the history or the story behind a few more things so that he had time to... But if, if he seemed yeah, to get in... Yeah. With plenty of time, I wouldn't be too worried about it. With a couple quick questions, you give Corey another 10 seconds or so to position themselves at the table, uh, maybe grab a glass of of a drink or some food to really make it solidify like Corey's been here for a little bit of time. Um, Now, Lily and Fizz are faced with following the hallway even further down to this room that they heard the deadbolt hit or turning back. Lily, Fizz, you seem to be alone in the hall. Uh, There doesn't seem to be much of an echo, so you are free to uh, speak candidly to one another if you wish. 
Do I hear anything behind the door? Uh, it's about 60 or so feet down. You don't hear much behind it. It was a very large door. Uh, you do hear a couple clunks and thuds in the distance as if someone's either carrying something up and down stairs or shutting a door behind that one. It's very indistinguishable, but you hear that there's uh, beings behind that door somewhere. Well, I keep walking towards the door. With the the cloak on? Well, yeah. Um, do you let Lily know, or are you just going... Well, I don't, I don't assume that she's there, because I've been looking forward, okay. and I assume she's behind me. Okay. So I assume I'm just... Uh, I need one stealth from Fizz and one perception from Lily. I got a solid eight. Solid eight, okay. Oh, and sorry, Lily. 12. 12. Uh, Lily, you're able to see a bit of Fizz's tail kind of appear in the hall a little bit as the, the garment slides back and forth as she walks. So you're able uh -huh. to at least understand she may be ahead of you a bit. Okay, I'm going to continue to follow her and... Uh... Do I, do I hear the voices as well? No, there's no voices. Uh, just some no. commotion behind the door as if there's uh, beings of some sort down the hall through this doorway doing something. It could sound like a kitchen or um, even a, a cell block or an armory. You don't know quite what's going on back there, uh, but there is motion and some commotion, uh, but nothing like a scuffle or a fight, uh, just sounds of, of happenings. There were two guards that were carrying him, is that correct? There were two guards that were carrying him, and the third guard followed behind a moment later. Okay. Um. Hey, Fizz. Maybe... I'll say this very quietly. Maybe I get in your purse <clears throat> and we sneak in there to see if the guy, the the prince or the king is in there. And then if he is, we can hide in there, try to sneak some keys. And then we just stay in there until everyone leaves. And then we can let him out. Yeah, well, didn't I hear the thunk when they deadbolted it or whatever? Yeah, Fizz, you believe the thunk you heard was a deadbolt. Okay, well... We can't just walk in there. It's locked from the inside. But listen, I have oh. an idea. Um, okay. So I have a way to, like, distract them. But, yeah, if you want to climb in the bag, that's totally fine. Just don't touch okay. anything. Oh, you know me. I'm good. Let's do this. I, I don't really know you, so just don't touch anything. But I've been I've... in there before. But I've known you for, like, a day. So just, like... That's not true. Come on, we partied together. Like three days ago. Yeah, it's been you a can couple days me. at best. At best. <laughs> Just don't touch no, anything. No, and I then I also won't touch anything. Great. I, I'm imagining this conversation of a disembodied head of Fizz because she pulls the cloak down just floating there. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't pull the cloak down. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. you, you're I'm just, just talking to the thin air. The thin air. <laughs> I love it. Even Wait, because I just like wasn't even thinking. Like I just was like, because oh. when she said, "Hey, Fizz," I probably like 
was like startled frozen for a second. All right. Like she's right. lucky I didn't scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Lily, you are able to climb into the bag of holding plus air. Can, can I just say, I imagine what? this because okay. I haven't taken yeah. my hood off. So now yeah. that you're saying that I'm like imagining her like, cool. I'm like walking down the hall and then going thunk and like running into me. And I'm like, hey, watch it. <laughs> and then dive like, into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> dives into the bag, she just opens it there for you. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, with with Lily in the bag, um, there's the magical rope, the the stone with the eye in it. No. Um, so I'm going to um, find dig around in the bag, and I'm gonna find that piece of trash that that guy gave me. It's not really trash, but it was like. You know, the thing that was, like, not working properly, and I was like, thanks for your trash. They were shooting sparks. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to find that, and I'm going to be like, just, um, I'm going to, once I find it, I'm going to, like, stick my head in the bag, and then I'm going to, like, all she sees me, like, fiddling with it for a minute, and then I start talking in, like, draconic. Okay. Um, so I have that ready, and then when we get up to the door, I knock on the door, and I throw this thing, and what happened is it's activated with a, um, like a six-second, like, voice thing. Okay. So they hear the knock on the door, and then I throw this, and my intention is to, like, for it to keep, like, rolling. And okay. stuff and so i'm hoping they chase it down the hall back down the hall from where you came <laughs> yeah like okay. away from me okay. okay and so but i'm gonna go over to the side of the door where it's like opens okay. so when they start coming out i can like duck in okay so you bang on the door and do you throw immediately or do you well yeah okay. so you bang on the door and you throw and i'm and like this, squatted down this little device topples end over end and kind of rolls a little bit and just is spewing sparks in all directions um, and shooting a little a little flame up in the air, and it seems to go on for a few seconds. The door and it doesn't... just keeps like looping, like it just keeps speaking draconic, like over and over and over again. Oh, like it, that phrase. It's speaking a phrase. Yeah, draconic. it just keeps oh, doing okay. that over and over again. Okay, so it's also speaking some draconic phrase that Fizz had said to it, and shooting sparks. I guess so. If it's broken and it's shooting sparks, then it's shooting sparks. Okay, so there's a sparking I just draconic a speaking thing. toy sitting in the middle of the room uh, or in the, in the hallway. Hall. Uh, but it's a ball, right? So it just keeps rolling? It, it catches some of the, the stonework and rolls and wobbles through the hall and eventually stops about 30 feet out. Right. Um, and it takes a few moments before anyone comes to the door and you hear a thunk and the door slides open just a little bit. Um, who's out there? Hey, who, who's out there? Hello? And the door slides open a bit further, and uh, a young man kind of peeks out. And they hear the message. They he yeah, they're, they're hearing it. They, they peek out, and they see. Hello? And then the door slides open even further, and you can see this man is Is there a wearing... gap? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the, I slide in. The door slides out even further, and the young man, like, stands up and starts to walk out. Uh, and looking down the hallway and stepping forward, pulls a small dagger from his side, uh, and he, he steps closer and closer to this toy, um, and 
you're able to But is there another in. guy in the room? As you step into this room, uh, you notice that it seems to be um, sort of a, a entryway to barracks and uh, potentially prison cells. You see a spiral staircase go down off to your right, and you hear some uh, like shouting, a couple moans, uh, a few like clings of doors. I and think things I'm down trying below. to assess if there's like more guards yeah. in here. If that was the one. Yep. Yeah. So you hear all of that noise. Up ahead of you, you see that there's a, a small table where there's a, a sword that is partly uh, like dismantled, um, and it seems that someone had broken the blade, and they're just trying to save the hilt and handle. Um, there's a, a couple crossbows hanging on the wall that look like uh, the bow part is broken uh, or something's wrong with them. And then off to your left, uh, so the the spiral staircase goes down on the right. Off to the left, it looks like there's a an armory behind a, a metal barred door, uh, you hear some voices in there and you hear some movement of uh, metallic objects, so potentially people sorting through and looking at But it seems assessing. like, but it doesn't seem like they heard the stuff and are concerned with him having stepped out. No, no, you don't, you don't hear anything coming your way from that hallway. Uh, you don't hear anything coming up the stairs. So I'm gonna try and like close the door, like close the door behind that guy. Like, he's in the hall, so I'm just gonna... It's a large uh, wooden door. Oh. I'll need you to make a strength. Damn it. <laughs> if you want to attempt it, you make a strength. I'll let it be then if it looks really heavy, because... It's, yeah, it's quite heavy, and you have to wrap <laughs> your hands around it and pull it back towards you. Um, as you recall, it did make a, a big kind of scrape sound as it closed, and then closed with a thunk, and then there was the, the locking deadbolt. Great. So, and I'm going to have my... Remember that piece of rope I cut that I never used? Okay. I'm going to have that, like, in my hand and ready to go. So you have a small bit of rope in hand. The door is still ajar. Uh, and the young man who has stepped out... I'm done with you people. Rocks <laughs> fall, the castle implodes. Um, okay. Pillow goblins take over the world. <laughs> so... <laughs> I I imagine this hilt is very shiny and On like gold and like it looks valuable if they're wanting to keep it. Yes, uh, it it seems to be one of the ornate uh, hilts for like the the guards that are on duty for the festivities, not for a guard who is going to be prepared for a fight. Um, so someone who's probably in like the king's uh, inner group. Yes, there's gold plating all over this mm -hmm. thing. There's gems on. Um, the, the butt of it, there's just so much beauty about just the handle portion. Can I do an arcana check on it really quick? You're gonna just walk up and see... Yeah, I'm just, like, looking at it, yeah. Uh, yeah, what are you trying to understand about it with the arcana check? I don't check? know if it's more than just shiny. I just want to justify my need to study it. Okay, okay. Uh, so you walk <laughs> up and you see the shininess. Roll an arcana to see if you notice anything magical about it. I got a soft 20. A soft 20. Fizz, you notice that uh, some of the luster in the gold is um, faked, at least on the the handle portion, mm -hmm. where we probably wear. Um, so usually there's like a, yeah. a leather wrapping, but you see there's like a gold emblazoning around that. Um, that part seems to be an illusion, only for the, the mere opportunity of making it stay in its bright shiny nature and still be mildly usable 
otherwise, it seems to be fairly normal. Uh, there's nothing magical about this handle uh, other than like the illusion that it's even sparklier than it should be. Well, I kind of like quietly pick it up and I like reach in the bag and I'm like, I need to investigate this more. And I set it in there and <laughs> and then I'm like, um, so I think we're in like a dungeon or something. And there's people in a workshop. So I guess I go to the dungeon. Well, let me investigate this. Don't touch anything. Be you just said you needed to investigate it. I was yeah. just trying to be helpful. Well, no, you're not studied in the things that need to be studied. And just leave it alone right now. Lily, you, you do notice that there's a shelf that is like perfectly uh, aligned to the point where you would assume she has outlines around some of like the gears and other little metal bits. Uh, but there isn't, you don't notice the outlines, uh, but everything is like perfectly placed from one another on this little shelf. Um, and you know, Fizz hasn't had the bag long, so she is very on top of all of the things that she has in her possession. I just I right, really want to shift everything by like half an inch. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll go to the dungeon. I don't know what I'm looking for, but now I just want to, I don't know. They dragged a guy away. That's weird. I'm just curious. So I pop out and then I start going towards the stairs down towards the dungeon because I want to see the spiral staircase. If I downward, can yeah. like identify like I don't know the guy who they were dragging away or something. Yeah, you you walk down the thirty or so steps and you get down to a very very nasty smelling level. Uh, <gasps> It's. It seems to be like the the long term prisons almost of the the castle, um, but not so much like oh they they lock everyone up here, but it's like a couple small cells for the high value targets. Like this is what you believe is to be the center of the castle, like the most heavily guarded portion. Uh, there's a few cells up ahead, but also in the side room there seems to be a few torture devices, like a a stretching device. Um, a, a coffin full of nails, various other things that they would use to torture any uh, persons of high value or with high valuable knowledge. Um, you do see at the end there's a stool with a guard sitting cross-armed, uh, a large mask over their face uh, as if to try to block some of the smell. Uh, the guard is wearing a little bit uh, dirtier uniform, but similar to the ones that had dragged the, the man off that you're looking for. Um, there's one cell that's kind of open, and there's two cells that seem to be closed, as if there may be an occupant. There's no sign of the two guards that uh, had dragged the man away, um, but there's a little hallway that goes off behind uh, the cells that they could have gone to if they didn't go elsewhere, say, into the, the weapon storage that you'd seen earlier. So, there is one one guard in the room and potentially two cells with occupants. Um, but neither of them, I don't recognize either of them. Are you looking in the cells? Yeah. Okay, so as you approach the first cell, uh, you notice there is a, uh, a halfling sitting in the corner. Uh, there's a scar across the halfling's right eye. 
Um, it, the halfling has short, um, like salt and peppery hair, so it's a it's an older being, um, and he's sitting in the back, grumbling under his breath about being finally uh, caught. He's been in this town for for some time, um, and he he hears a little bit of motion and kind of looks in your direction and then looks back down and seems to be just scraping uh, something on the floor as if he's just making a mark in the stonework. You don't recognize this this being. Um, they're in a, a dark leather armor. Some of it seems to have been uh, cut up as if they were in a, a scuffle or a fight. Uh, some of it seems to have been removed. Um, there's a, a couple belts that are kind of open, clasped on uh, his arm and across his chest. In the, the second cell, you do notice um, a man that's fairly similar to uh, the one you may be looking for, um, the amount that you were able to see of him at least. Uh, tattered clothing on most of his body except for a shoulder that seems pristine. Uh, the man is slumped and facing against the wall, uh, seemingly either sleeping or still unconscious. Okay, I stick my head in the bag and I go... I look around really quick, but then I go, I think I recognize this guy. Is it the prince? I mean, I don't know. He's got, like, torn clothes and stuff, like... Wait, let me see. And I, like, stick my head out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Bonk, fizz out of the way and peek. Oh. Uh, you do see the same. You see what you may believe to be uh, a form of the, the person you had met as you recognize the clothing a little less plush and a lot more like tattered and torn real wear. Uh, you see a little bit of skin on the, the thigh and the calf as if it's been shredded and the clothing is in very poor disrepair. A little bit of skin across the back as well, uh, but you do notice the, the shoulder that uh, was still manned for the person you believe uh, is, the, again, the clothing is immaculate. It's in perfect condition. No, I think you're right. I think this is the guy. Um, I'm gonna need stealth from each of you. I like Got it. shushed her though. So yeah. as as you shush, I need stealth checks from each of you. Two. Oh, oh thank no. goodness, seventeen this time. <laughs> uh, so as as uh, Lily is like speaking up about what she sees, the guard at the end stands up tall and like kicks the the stool out of the way and pulls a sword out all right who goes there <coughs> who's there i pop my head back into the and i squat down a little lower and i there's just the one guard or is there two just one guard so i scoop forward a little bit towards the guard yeah like okay and then i I lay the rope down on the ground in like a circle. Uh, are you immediately in front of the guard or are you... Like a foot or two in front of him. Okay, I need a stealth check as you're laying this down to see if you're able to... Stealth or sleight of hand? Whichever one of those two you wish, uh, that's fine. No, it's a nine. It's a nine. Uh, so are you making the circle in front or around the guard? Uh, I was doing it in front. Okay, as you start to make the circle, you get about halfway through the circle, and the guard stops. 
what the devil is this? And you oh. quick finish it. As you, you quick finish the circle, this, the rope appears in front of him as, as a circle, and he backs up, and he, he pulls the sword and like twists it in his hand as he's going to like just stab down where uh, you may be standing. Um, what is it you wish to do, Fizz? I want to take a step backwards. Okay. Um, and I'm like... So I'm still like squatted down, so I'm invisible, mm-hmm. and I'm like, pss, pss, pss. <laughs> like I'm calling a cat or something, so he comes towards me. Uh, so he stabs down at the end of the rope where you were just at. The blade uh, hits the, the stone only a couple inches ahead of you, um, as he barely missed, and he's stabbing out. And he's muttering under his breath about some ghost or demon so, or poltergeist, and he's he's just stabbing around. But uh, once the rope was in a circle, uh-huh. it disappeared. Like he couldn't see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he saw the rope, and then it disappeared. So he just starts stabbing around where the rope finished laying, and then where the rope was, and he's just stabbing in all sorts of directions, um, unsure of what ghostly things he's just seen, and uh, he he kind of mutters out. Die, I'm, evil demons! And he's just... I'm like, I'm over here. Come get me. Are you trying to lead him into the rope? Is what you're... Yeah. Okay, so... He... I just want him to move forward and, like... He, he is. He's moving towards where you're at. And he hears your voice and takes a step uh, just into the rope, one foot. So once he's in, he has to make a dexterity save. Okay, so his first, his first foot goes in. Uh, his dexterity save is a 12. Um, that fails, so he is then hoisted into the air, um, hanging upside down, three feet, three feet above the ground, and he's uh, like restrained there. Okay, so uh, as he gets his foot, his first foot in there, um, he is hoisted and flipped upside down. Uh, his sword goes clanging to the ground. Uh, his hand hits the ground. There's a lot of commotion and sound that happens, um, given the height of the room. His foot gets smashed up into the, the ceiling, and he's hanging uh, about a few feet above the ground. Uh, you believe you may hear a bone crack as his foot hits the ceiling, and the man yells out in pain, uh, and it's just kind of dangling there from this invisible rope. Uh, you hear down the hallway some commotion, and two guards come rushing into the room, and they seem to be similar in, uh, in look to uh, what you had seen carrying the man off that was in the cell. Um, the two guards pull their swords, and you hear them both shouting various things and trying to talk to this man who's, like, sobbing at this point. Uh, the man relays that he believes there's a ghost or an evil spirit in here haunting them and ready to murder them. Uh, you hear something along the lines that um, it may be because of what they did to the last prisoner that his spirit is coming back for them. Um, and... You can see visibly that the the two unhindered guards are a bit nervous and standing near the man on the ceiling and both kind of trying to assess what's going on with this invisible rope that he's hanging by. Um, what What is it that you do, Fizz? They're a few feet from you. Uh, Lily, you hear a bunch of commotion in the bag as if something had happened and then some voices shouting. It's muffled. You can't quite make out the words. Um, so now there's more people than there there's, were before. There's two guards that are in the room next to the guard that's <laughs> hanging upside down that 
uh, has made quite a commotion as you had thrown him up in the air and flipped him upside down. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like... She got this. She'll let me know if she needs help. <laughs> uh, okay, Fizz. So you're, you're sitting there um, pushed back against the empty cell a little bit, just trying to stay quiet. And they're going to spend a few minutes trying to figure out what's going on and remove the guard from the ceiling. Uh, so you see this all happening. Uh, while that's happening, I'm going to go to the, the dining hall as Corrigan has a little bit of time to change back into themselves and uh, set up for the king and Eljor coming back into the room. Corrigan, how, how do they find you at the table? Uh, as there's plenty of food and drink, there's even the, the small bottle of fey <clears throat> wine at the end of the table that he had pulled out for you earlier. Um, I'd pour half, like half a cup, uh, half a goblet of wine. Okay. Um, and probably take like whatever grab the closest I don't know like eggplant based food okay and just like do like a quick chomp out of it and then and then pocket it but then keeping them and just be chewing on it and drinking when they come in so it look like I've been here a hot minute <laughs> uh you you're quickly like getting this all together it looks like you're in one of those uh cooking shows under a time limit you're just setting up your table space and then you kick back and just as you get the piece in your pocket uh the the roasted eggplant that you have in hand is still fairly warm even though it was served a bit of time ago you notice that there's some magical flames underneath the platter that it was sitting on to keep things uh heated and you've got a pocket full of warm eggplant and you're gnawing on the end here um uh, and Eljor and the king walk into the room, and the king is first, and the king looks across. Ah, it seems your your fairy has some made it to the room before us. Um, wherever <sighs> they were lost, uh, certainly found the the food, the feast. What a tricky being you are, good sir. And I just kind of place myself up next to a door, back to a guarding <clears throat> job. Yes, um, uh, my lord, you ran off, and uh, I waited a waited a moment. Um, and then I figured you'd eventually find your way back to here. And, and so here here I wait. Well, you, you've definitely found a, a great spot to return. And he grabs a bottle of wine and just pulls the, the cork that's stuck into it uh, with his teeth and starts drinking out of the bottle. Uh, shall we um, talk business? What is it that um, our lands can do to... Um, Benefit one another, uh, as I believe you you are an emissary for for your lands, correct? Yes, I think I think right now we're we're still in that um, filling it out phase, learning about you, learning about us. Uh, I don't want to rush things. You know, we Fey are not quick to to make decisions, but uh, it is good to to be amongst because obviously your people, just from me being on the street, have not. Are not are not akin to seeing mine, um, so I think exposure, uh, and I don't know what this accent is. Uh, <laughs> exposure is is paramount right now. Um, so just hanging out together, being seen, uh, attending events here and there. Um, 
and of course, of course, I, I will be more than happy to provide any counsel uh, towards dealing with the Fae, um, as I would encourage you to come and ask me should uh, should you have any questions about the Fae. I'm more than happy to answer them. We have a point redemption. I'm sorry. Oh, no. So what is it? I believe. I mean, that's it's not how you... that works. What? What? What happened? I mean, I was. Uh, I don't think that's a Broadway show, though. But it's a song that we know. We're just modifying the lyrics a little bit, and I'm going to allow it. Um. So you have to sing Sarah. Oh, was it Sarah Bareilles? I don't know. Whoever sang "Pocket Full of Sunshine," but you have to sing "Pocket Full of Eggplant." When did we get this point <laughs> redemption? Ha, this better be more than 400 points. It is. It is. Oh. This is what happened when I sit around for a while and my oh, okay. mind wanders and I create so, things. So uh, I guess I guess it goes something like, "I got a pocket, got a pocket full of eggplant. I got a love that I know that it's all wine. Oh, oh, oh." <laughs> And that's that's uh, what's going on in the back of Corey's head, apparently, as uh, Corey's magical MP3 player is stuck on loop about a pocket full of eggplant and a love that's all wine. Uh, so clip it, share it. This is uh, Here Be Dragons. We tell your friend. Favorite redemption. Oh my gosh. Take me away. <laughs> I'm going to spend our break just trying to bleach my brain of that song. Thank you very much. Uh, now, as as we are, are sitting here, the, the king kind of nods his head at the, the quote-unquote dating phase of the two kingdoms. Um, yes, that's, that is quite a wonderful thing. That means more luncheons, more drinks. Um, I, I hope I can meet more of your people. They can come to town. We can uh, definitely um, enjoy one another's company to strengthen this relationship. And then with a, a handful of food that the king is about ready to take a bite of, he kind of points over to Eljor. Oh, sit, sit. There's there's no need to, to guard here. You protected me from whatever that magical... Whatever that magical uh, happenings was that, um, you know... Those goblin toys, uh, some so. trickery. But um, sit, eat. Uh, the gods are about the 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 building now, and um, we we've got all the time in the world. And as uh, as he says that, uh, he leans back in his chair and just continues to eat. Grabs a plate full of some sweet treat and starts uh, scooping it into his face and talking with his mouth full, very unintelligible, but excited for the company he has. Uh, Eljor, do you do you take him up on the offer, or do you stay guard by the door? Yeah, I mean, I will, but I will do so cautiously. Like, I'm very much just so nursing it, but so, just making sure, because he seems to like attention and talking, uh, yeah. I will let him do that and give every effort to, if he asks me a question, I will respond with a question sort of thing, just to keep him involved, and so I can so, still kind of keep my eyes out there you go uh is the do so cautiously meaning when you're sitting down to eat the pinky goes up or are you are you kind of just indulging uh with the king yeah. slowly at his his speed uh not indulging by any means but i am right. i am enjoying 
All right, there you go. Uh, during that, as you're as you're talking, there's a lot of uh, back and forth in terms of like what the the kingdom has to offer. Uh, the king actually asks a couple times about where uh, this fey realm is that he hasn't seen it or has heard of it on the map, but then quickly glazes over that as if he doesn't really care. He just likes knowing that there's other bits of the kingdom, but there is some questioning as to where uh, the kingdom that Cory is from, that Eljor is a, a guardian of this this emissary. Um, so just for awareness that there is a little bit of confusion there. Um, as you're, you're sitting there eating, a, a servant walks in the room and has a, a platter with a note on it. Sir, your guests seem to have a message. Um, shall I read it, or, or do you wish me to hand-deliver it? Uh, it's addressed to a... Cor... Cor... Corellia? Cor... Corinthia. It's very... I cannot read this writing very well. It's chicken writing. I don't know chicken. Well, and uh, some say that, um... Uh, if a chicken were to write, um, it would be very unintelligible. So, uh, do we have a, a, a core, um, somebody here? Uh, a Corrigan? Oh, um, a Corrigan? That's close. He, he holds the, the note up and uh, holds it out towards you, Corey, and it mostly seems like it says Corrigan, but it's letters that kind of run together and go almost in a straight line as if it was signed by a doctor or something. Mm. And as, as you nod your head, he, he hands it to you. On the, on the back, there's a very, very uh, poorly crested <clears throat> uh, symbol placed in um, as if someone had melted wax and stuck their signet ring in. Uh, the signet ring here is an off... Uh, like kind of an overly circle, not perfect. Uh, it says LSB in it. Um, and it's the wax is a couple different colors and it seems to have like poured across the page. So it's, it's terribly put together. The paper's not of high quality. Um, and it's mildly unsealed, not as if someone has looked into it, but not that it's been like sealed fully properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you wish to read now, keep, or what do you wish to do here? Yeah, I mean, if the, if it found me at a private luncheon with the king, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Yeah, uh, so as you read it, um, it's, it's very uh, rough English, and it says, The Well of Souls is open, and the powers within are leaking out. I need you to continue your work this evening or tomorrow morning at the soonest. And then it signed Electrum at the bottom. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll fold it up and put it in my my vest pocket. In your vest pocket. Uh, as you do that, the king looks over. Um, is that from um, one of the other emissaries? Are, are you, are you seeking other kingdoms? Um, I, I can provide more wealth 
more food. Um, and the, the king's looking around and snaps at the servant as they're starting to walk out of the door. And the man turns around. Yes, your highness. What, what can I do for you? And the king kind of whispers up in his ear. Yes, I will bring um, the whole case. Okay. The, the servant looks over at the two of you. Do you have a, a cart or anything that I may place um, two cases of the best fey wine in? Um, it's a king's gift. Oh, oh, uh, oh my lord. Um, Eljor, do we have a cart? I believe we could procure one, sir. Um, fear, fear not, fear not, my lord. This is, um, you asked about other kingdoms. Um, I am uh, just making friends with the uh, Elven emissary. Uh, emissary, you've we we became acquainted at your your party, and I must say, and I'm being very careful not to lie outright about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I must must say, I'm very taken with her. That's all. That's all. This is just the the flightings, the flightings of youth. The the king uh, tries to not laugh. You can see his immature nature uh, kind of looks you up and down in size, and you can see he thinks a little bit and kind of looks even over at Eljor as if he's just comparing the the size difference between a, a fairy and an elf, and a little like laugh comes under his breath as he's taking a bite of food. He goes, oh, um, okay, well, chase who you wish. Cheers to, um, new happenings. <clears throat> and he holds up uh, the bottle of wine and, like, goes for a, a light cheers to the group. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll splash some some wine from the goblet and engage. And with that cheers, we're going to take a few minutes break here. Uh, to recap where we're at, um, we are with Eljor and Cory in the dining hall, uh, enjoying some time with the king, spending a, a little bit of time eating, drinking, uh, sharing random stories about their their places of, of home and kingdoms and whatnot. And the, the letter that had just come in seems to be Electrum prompting for the next bit of whatever this heistiness is. Uh, not in any urgency per se, but that the next bit of the plan is about ready. And also in the the dungeon in the center of the castle, we have Fizz who has um, roped a guy by a magical rope to the ceiling, uh, broken his ankle, and has two guards that are trying to figure out what magic it is. Uh, the time that had passed while uh, Eljor and Corey were speaking with the king. The two guards were able to kind of get the the guard off the ceiling, and he's laying there in the middle of the room, uh, grabbing his ankle. And the the guards that had helped him down are still looking about, a little bit panicked. Uh, we'll come back to that scene in a few minutes. So, in about ten minutes, we will be back. Uh, we will be continuing these shenanigans, and we hope to see you soon. Um, and with that, we go into break.
And we're back. The shenanigans will continue after these brief messages. Uh, so, welcome back. We announced our giveaway winner. It's Lucas Martinez. Uh, that went out on our Instagram. We'll be getting that advent calendar out to you as soon as we can. Um, we also, just so you guys know, we kind of overhauled our merch store. Um, so go check that out. You might find some of your favorite um, NPCs? Characters? Not characters? characters? I don't know what they are. You'll find some cool stuff there. You'll I'm obsessed, and I can't choose what I want, so I might order some big Here Be Dragons related things there. Um, we're also, because we've got that all situated, if you join us in two weeks, we're going to do an on-stream giveaway of one of our new shirts. So, one of our new t-shirts will be given away to someone who is tuned in. You don't have to be there to win, but in two weeks we'll give away something new from our merch. So go take a look. So if you win, you've got an idea as to what you want to pick out. Uh, and that will be in two weeks on our next show. Otherwise... Um, I have to go create a Twitch account. <clears throat> what? I want to get a new fake Twitch account. She's gonna oh. cheat. <laughs> Blinzy Blarton? Who? What? <laughs> I would be so bad. It would be super obvious, too. And why Why is the mailing address mine? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Hey, Sartan, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, Lucas brings up a very good point. Yeah. Why isn't the blanket the Linus blanket? I can get a, I can get a Linus blanket up there for you. It'll be called the, the Lucas Martinez special. Do we have the art? Oh, that's for something that? you don't you want you don't want to ask for that in Tijuana. <laughs> Do we have the art for that? Uh, yeah, we've got some art. I can I can art it up uh, with a special dabbing goblin and uh, plush dragon on there. Cause why not? Um, for for Sarah and Glenn, uh, the blanket last season and the seasons prior to that was called Linus. That was very similar to what you all had entered last weekend. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll have some callbacks to previous seasons. You two can Good. have a Linus blanket that you can set up and hopefully have magical pillow goblins in. Oh my yeah. goodness. And hot cocoa! And is, that, is that a Schultzian reference right there? Is that what that is? You want Meaning Linus in the blanket? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. someone. Someone had named it that a long, long time ago. Seems like a Nathan thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, the blanket yeah. originally belonged to Austin's character, and I think I think Chat named it. Oh, Chat did name that one. Yes, mm. he did. It might have been Lucas Martinez that uh, even threw that name out there. That's why he really wants it. Special. Uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna dive back into the shenanigans. But to recap, new merch winner this week. We'll have a winner next week during the show. Uh, you don't have to be there to win. You just have to show up at some point and do whatever we tell you to. Uh, submit your favorite song and dance by GM's choice. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Uh, but, but otherwise, uh, we're going back into the shenanigans. I think we're, we're down in prison cells. Uh, guard with a broken ankle sitting on the floor. Two guards very scared of what uh, ghost or 
being or haunt is in the room. Uh, you hear them muttering about the the wizard that was uh, tortured here two weeks ago and how nothing has been the same since. Um, and they seem to be fairly superstitious. Uh, the two guards get the, the broken-ankled guard to his feet and start moving him up the stairs, and you hear, Oh, we'll get you patched right up. Um, I believe... I believe the healer's in town. We we must see him quick, so this doesn't set in as um, you know, ending your career in the castle. And you hear the man like yelp, "Oh, don't, don't go get into the stairs!" Ah! And he he goes up the spiral staircase. Pardon us with the guard dogs up the spiral staircase. Our dog has been called off. Uh, and <laughs> as the man goes up the spiral staircase, uh, it suddenly quiets down in the the dungeon area. And with that, Fizz, uh, you don't see anyone around, and you okay. don't seem to see anyone around the corner. So I quick, like, get into the bed, I'm like, look, we don't have a lot of time. There's no guards. I'm sure we can bust him out. I can pick the lock, but I don't know what to do after that. And I start, like, picking the lock. Like, I grab my I grab my thieves' down. tools while I'm in there, and I just, like, boarded all that really fast to her. <laughs> so I start picking the lock just in case. Uh, so you're picking the lock. I'm assuming you're, you're tossing the... Uh the shawl off of you or the, the garment off of you. Well, I'm for... sure I'm like, I'm not yeah. like throwing it, but I'm like yeah. not being so. All right. And so we've got a fully visible Fizz right now. Lily, how do you react to Fizz's fr franticness there? <laughs> I'd like to stick my head out of the bag just to one, watch her, and two, to say, do you need any help? Um... I need to know what we should do once we get this guy out of here. I don't know if he will fit in my bag or if he wants to even fit in my bag. I don't know if he even wants out, but I don't know what we'll we're let supposed him. to Okay. Unless he's still unconscious. You deal with that. And so I'm like working at the lock. Okay. Uh, I need you to roll on your lock picks. The thieves tools, right? Thieves tools. Yep. Is he unconscious still? As far as you can tell, yes. He's facing away. Very slow breathing. Uh, doesn't seem to be much aware of any of your presence or just doesn't seem to care. You can't quite tell. I think it would be a good... Is he... Does he have... Uh, is he, like, shackled or anything? Uh, no, it doesn't seem that he's tied up in any way. Great. Um, I think the best thing for us to do is to just put him in your bag and keep an eye on him. All right, well, I that way we don't have to drag his body anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very strong. Uh, I think... I'm not sure what to do with him, though, because technically this is where he's supposed to be. In the dungeon? No, no, no. I mean, I'm in, in the castle. I think we just need to figure it out. There's also weird stuff. They think this place is haunted, so that can work in my favor. But we just need to get him out before they come okay. back. Yeah. All right, how's the lock roll? going? It was like a seven. Is you don't feel the, the proper give to be able to twist the lock. You feel like every time you get a few of the pins in the place you need, uh, they just kind of unsit 
and you're not able to get this lock uh, picked. I do. Do I think I can do it though? You might be do I able think to. I'm just like sucking at it right now. You might be able to, but you can roll one more time to see if you can get in. Come on. 18. 18. Ooh, much uh, better. You're able to figure out that uh, the tumbler is very, very light touch, and you get it into a spot where you're able to get the pins raked up, and the tumbler twists, and with a little bit of pressure, the, the lock comes undone. The gate is heavy to, to pull, and it seems to scrape across the floor, so it's going to take a little bit more might than just one of you can... You're going to have to get out, because we have to open this door, and we have to put him in the bag, and I'm not very strong, and I'm small, and I have... Don't worry. I'm on it. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and get out of the bag, and then help her open the door. Alright, uh... Whoever has the the highest strength, I'll allow them to roll with the help action. Strength modifiers between you two. I don't know them off the top of my head. Negative one. Plus Noise. one. <laughs> right. So Lily, Lily, you'll get to roll at advantage. Uh, we'll go off of your strength for opening this door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I rolled a one and then I rolled a two. So that is a three. Uh, Damn both, it, I would have gotten us an 11. Both of you are I pulling. I know, right? And, and the door doesn't budge much more than an inch or so. Uh, not enough to let you between the bars. Mm -hmm. uh, and it makes a loud screeching as you pull the inch. Uh, and it echoes up the stairwell and through the halls. And it's not a very pretty sound. But fortunately, there doesn't seem to be much of a reaction uh, from anyone down the hallway or up the stairwell. Uh, so you're safe for the moment. Can but as this as this happens, a couple hands stick out of the cell next to you. Uh, the the halfling that's in the cell next door kind of peeks his head around. You see an eye peek out just a little bit. Ah, I cover. I want to make sure my face is kind of covered because I don't want him to like say we saw he looks at you both ah it seems um, the, the door's a little bit stuck there for you huh <laughs> heavy heavy doors who, who said that uh the small halfling in the cell next to the one that you're uh trying to break the man out of oh okay uh yeah we can see that what if I'm I... still trying to get it open? Mm -hmm. Use my hammer. My hammer, and I like hit at it from the like I reach in and I hit at it. Uh, I'll have you make a strength check at disadvantage because you're kind of like swinging in a it's gonna be really awkward loud. manner. Well, it'll. Dang it! I should have. Okay, it's an eight. It's an eight. I should have just freaking pulled the door. Well, you, you clang on the door a few times and it budges another couple inches. Uh, as you've put your arms between the bars and are kind of swinging the hammer back at you, you hear some giggling next to you from the, the halfling that's uh, in the cell. Uh, it's it's not going to be of um, much use, I don't think. Um, the guards themselves even have a, a bit of a hard time opening these doors. <laughs> and they're we, really, we they're really stuck up. here. We need to wake him up. The man 
next next to you? Oh, he looked like he was hit pretty hard when he came in. <laughs> Good luck. Um, I'm gonna pull out my like water skin. Okay. And like dump it on his face. Dump it on whose face? Isn't he laying near the okay. thing? No, he's at the back wall. Mm. So probably about six feet away from you. And you can't squeeze through the door or the bars or anything? You're tiny. Not, the, Am I not the small enough? The bars are only about seven or eight inches apart at the widest. I'm like, if I could have squeezed through there, this guy probably still wouldn't be in the gel yeah. cell, right? So uh, Potentially, Fizz could, with a lot of pushing and, and work, I'm going to just, like, in. in frustration, I'm, like, pulling on the door more. Like, I'm just pulling... Uh, disadvantage strength check. Uh, ten. Ten. Fizz is going full barbarian here, uh, and raging <laughs> and just yanking and pulling, and it makes little screeches and squawks and gets another inch or so. The, the gap is only about five or six inches, so still a little bit shy of what the bars are placed. Uh, so yeah. not, not able to get in. Still hasn't woke the man at all. Uh, he is still breathing That's very good. slowly, but shallow breaths. Are there any ropes or maybe weapons, steel bars, anything lying around? Not lying around in the prison cells, as that would be a bit of a hazard for uh, right. the guards. Uh, but there was a hallway that the couple guards had gone down and had been around the corner essentially um, when they had approached so that hallway may have something within it uh, if you wish to investigate I would like to investigate that can I quick cast healing word while she's doing that too healing word on the guy you don't have to touch them correct healing word I don't okay perfect. I just have to see them all right so you may cast healing word uh, and Lily as you go around the corner it seems to be a, a small room uh, that has a, a large metal door at the end. Uh, it seems to be almost like a, a central meeting place. There's a couple benches uh, and a, a couple armor racks. Uh, so this could be a spot where guards place more armor on, take armor off, take a break, etc. Uh, through the metal grated door, you see that uh, it seems to be a few more cells down the hall. Um, and then a, a light as if it opens up to uh, what you believe to be the cliff face behind the, the castle. Uh, so some natural light is coming in through a window or an open hole or something about 200 feet down. So you get a little glint of that. Um, you don't see much more than uh, a, a couple pieces of armor kind of strewn about the room. There's no weapons left out. And uh, there doesn't is seem there to be any like, loose bars. Uh, there is, there's a couple belts attached to some of the armor. Okay, I'd like to get a belt mm -hmm. and bring bring that back with me. All right, you get a sturdy leather belt. It's about um, an inch and a half tall. It's fairly thick. It seems to be one used for armor, so it's uh, about four feet long. Okay. Um, maybe we should try using this to help us pull the door open. So, I'd like to like twist it around one or two of the bars on the door and mm -hmm. have Fizz and I both pull the the leather um, belt. 
Alright, uh, we'll again use Lily's strength here at advantage as Fizz is helping uh, with a plus one. So add advantage, add one to it, and your strength score. I've got a plus seven on my healing word. Or a seven for All healing. Right. Uh, healing word, does that stabilize in the description? Oh, I can't scroll. Um, has no effect on the undead. It just says um, regains 1d4 plus spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. So, so it as, gains hit points. As so. you cast the healing word on this man, uh, he takes a, a bigger breath as like a sigh of relief. He's still unconscious, but it seems whatever pain he is in has reduced a bit. Seven. I didn't know he was dying, or I would have... Do I feel like he's dying? You're not sure. The roll was seven, you said? Yeah. yeah. Or uh, she, you get another... she gave him seven hit points back. But she but just real. Sarah had said seven for the roll, correct? Yeah. For the strength. Okay, so oh, for the strength, uh, the door only budges about a quarter of an inch with a loud screech as well. This this thing's not going uh, very far. Uh, the man that has been in the cell, you don't know if he's dying or not, but okay. whatever pain he was in, you realize that it has soothed it a little bit. Um, I'm not sure... What I said that made you think he was dying, but he is unconscious at the moment, so technically not stable. Um, yeah. In D&D, just... if, if you're unconscious on the floor from damage, uh, that's usually non-stable, um, and you get stabilized to at least be conscious and aware. Uh, so he's not conscious and aware at the moment, really. He just got hit in the head. Yeah. That's all. He's a little clunk. There's too many definitions of oh, the word stable. Many. Too many things. Uh, well, there's a stable for horses. There's stable mentally. There's stable physically. awareness. Physically. Well, if you stabilize something that's... Um, it's a stable, being, like, stable oxidized. with stable horses. I'm trying to find the word. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm anyways. out of ideas for the, trying to get this open. Um... Bag. <laughs> Any gadgetry tools, Not anything there. you have in your possession? I can't touch anything. Fizz, do we have anything in the bag? That we <laughs> I can can't use? touch anything in your anything? bag, Fizz. I... <laughs> I use my hammer. I have a crowbar. We can try a crowbar. You guys mind if I meta? <laughs> do you mind if I meta? Glenn, for those of you He's not He's like watching, in physical pain listening to us right now. I have Glenn's a crowbar. Got a, Glenn's got an we eyeball popping out of his head right now. It's a bar that holds a person. Yeah, but the guy's unconscious. No, she, oh, inside, you're saying one of us gets inside. In the bag. In the, and she can just get out. I like that idea. We can try like that it, idea. <laughs> yeah. but I take my crowbar and I'm like, so I set her in there, but I'm still trying to get it open because the way we've been <sighs> strengthening this door, I don't know if she's going to be able to pull the guy in by herself. So. All right, Fizz, what is your roll? On my so crowbar? <laughs> on my crowbar? Yeah. Right. A strength. Check. Plus A one. Nine. A nine. No, it's minus one. My strength check says minus one. Okay, well, uh, Fizz, you're able to get it another little budge, but still not enough to go through. As uh... well, I'm working on that. I set, like I said, I set the bag in there because I don't know what else to do. All right. So I'm gonna get out of the bag then. 
Okay. And I'm gonna Magic. I'm gonna put the bag through to her, open it through the bars, and say, "Hop in and let's go." Oh. <laughs> I don't want to get stuck. Okay. It's okay. Uh, okay. Don't run off with me, and I jump in. Okay. And then I pull her through the 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 bars, and open it so that she can get out. We, well, one of us has to stay in there because we gotta like pull him. We're both in inside, so we're both inside the cell, though. Yeah, but we gotta like pull him into the bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you oh you want me to like hand the arms to you and you pull him in? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Okay, let's do that. I'll pull you push. Yes. This, okay. This definitely feels like a weekend at Bernie's done in D and D. Oh. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, what Steve, if we... are the three stooges doing this right now. <laughs> what if, what if, what if you're, like, lifting his head and stuff and I, like, slide the bag over him? Yeah, that works, too. That might be easier. Okay. Meanwhile, we're I... just getting drunk. Eating and drinking. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go. We're gonna be All like, right. we need to leave, and we'll be like, no, we have to stay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, so you you lift the head and begin to place the bag over head first, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you get to the shoulders and the bag's mouth opens up and catches. Uh, you don't look like you can get both shoulders in. Uh, the bag is fairly small. It, it's a, a little bit of a squeeze it's for each of you to get in and out of the bag. Uh, but can not, we not too... pull his arms up, squish him in. Can we make him dive like this? Will that help? <laughs> he doesn't wake up with us messing him. Messing. No, this this man is unconscious. Uh, he's bleeding on the back of his head, but it seems to have like healed up a little bit. Uh, Fizz, you I believe that's it. because you casted healing work. Well, okay. We yeah. dislocate his shoulder, push him in. Oh. <laughs> I can fix that. See, let's do it. I don't know how to do it, but that do you know how to do it? Up. I'm not very strong. I don't know if I could actually do it. But I have a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I got happening? a saw. Let's just saw it off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's not do that. But let's try it. Let's try squishing him Does... first. Okay. Does everyone see like why <laughs> Corrigan was just like, let them do their thing? <laughs> This is why I will always stay with Corrigan when there's a diverging path from now on. Glenn's like, I'm not sleeping tonight. Not with this no. girl next to me that's like, let's just cut his arm off. Yeah, I'm head. thinking the same. She's like, I could just help dislocate it. I got a hammer. I'm going to make sure I hide all the power tools. But I can fix it. Anyways, let's try squishing him first. You know how like okay. when like you fold yeah. them in. I have rope. We can tie him up if we think that'll be easier. <laughs> tie him up, squish him. <laughs> we need a big sock. Just put him in a big sock. Start of uh, uh, from the office when they Dwight talked about trying to fit his dead uncle in a small container. He's like, would they would would have fit if they gave me a little bit longer. <laughs> the bird. Yes. Oh, it was okay. that. Okay. Yeah. We we really I don't know how much time we have. Like, okay. I don't know if they're just taking that guy to like get his ankle looked at and then coming back or what, but 
Should we try his feet first? That's a good idea. Let's try that first. Okay. So I take Before the bag off his anything. head and I go around to his feet and we like cross his legs. All right. And like, yeah. You're both working from the outside, the inside, which direction? How how are you trying to squeeze this man? Do you want me to go inside? I think it might be better if one of us tries to hold the bag open while the other one like stuffs his body parts in there. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eldor, Corey, uh, you're you're continuing to drink, but you get this weird like <laughs> feeling that something bad's happening somewhere. You don't know why. Um, yeah, and then it, go, it goes away. It goes away pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we'd look at each other in both mouth like fizz. Fizz. <laughs> <laughs> So, back to the shenanigans, like, oh, I gotta figure out Thank how we jam this guy into the magical bag. Uh, please explain to me who's doing what. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pick up his legs by his knees and, like, get his feet into position. And I'll and pull the, the bag up. Like, yeah. like, you're, like you're putting a, a dress or a skirt on him? Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. All right, uh, you get to the knees, and it starts to get a little tight as it gets to uh, his thighs, which are a little bit more meaty than uh, just a skinny little like, dude. Be smaller, damn it! <laughs> um, Stop doing leg day! Strength strength check to uh, see if you can pull the bag up over the thighs. 17. Ooh, 17. much better. Fizz, you, you you get the the bag up to the point where nice. you now have a guy from like his hips uh, down in the bag, and he's just kind of flopped there unconscious. Um, We're like pushing on his shoulders. <laughs> as as you're pushing on the shoulders and pulling the bag up, it gets to the bottom of his chest, which starts to be uh, a bit more of a widening point of of a human, um, and it gets caught about halfway up the chest, uh, a few inches below, like, the, the pectoral line. Um, you see that it, his chest cavity goes out a little bit triangular up to his shoulders. So even if you did, like, figure out the reverse swan dive or whatever you're trying to do, it's going to be very, very challenging to fit in the bag, potentially damaging to your bag is what you're noticing at this point. Damn it. Okay, so I'm, like, standing like this. Do I notice... Can anything in the cell where like I can I don't know. How much of his body is in the bag? Uh you've got like just up over the rib cage just a little bit. <clears throat> so you've got just like the upper half. Um at this point you notice that because the bag is helping support some of the weight, between the two of you you may be able to uh carry the man, but you also have to get the door open. <gasps> what if we push the door? That might be easier than pulling it. Yeah. Yeah, let's try it. Okay, so we like set him down and we like slam into you set the, the door. You set the upper third of the man jammed or sticking out of this bag down. Yeah, he's still laying. He's still he's still unconscious. Uh, and you go to push the door. I will let uh, we'll use Lily's strength. Each of you can roll on it, uh, so it's fair, and you get a plus two because you're pushing instead of pulling. Twenty. We're going with hers. All right. You're able to push the door open uh, a few more inches, 
and then it like loosens from the stone that it was caught on and it swings open a bit more uh for you to be able to walk out it catches on another stone so it's it's open about two and a half three feet so you have to shimmy out sideways if you're trying to pick up the upper half of this man and walk out with him uh, you hear a little bit of laughter in the cell next to you <laughs> it seems that you've um figured out how to break him out but um you're gonna try and carry him up the stairs i have one spell left and i'm really just to let you guys know like i'm really debating whether i want to use it on this halfling or not he's driving me nuts <laughs> okay uh okay so let's just get let's just go whatever that means okay. yeah. um so but shoot we're gonna have to get him you know what i take the invisible thing off and i put it over the guy so it's you, like on his head like you can get head and a little bit of shoulders how how big that piece is maybe a, okay. you've got like a part of the a center section of the chest that is still sticking out um and the, the hands if they're draping over um <laughs> so you've got a really weird like <laughs> bag with a bit of a human torso sticking out of it and some hands floating in midair when you've got this over his head and shoulders. It's less okay. weird, right? <laughs> yes. Mm, it is okay. definitely less weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we just need to get out of here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, let's both carry this and... Uh, we gotta go up those stairs. Which way do we that's need to I, go? We need to go up the stairs. In. That's how I came down, right? Stairs. You came down uh, the spiral stairs. Yes. Oh crap! This is gonna suck. The only other thing we could do is leave him and get Eljor to come get him later. <laughs> we could, but we've already come. I'm worried this far. we might not. We might not be able to come back down here. So. Or find it. So we might as well just take it now. Yeah, like you said. Let's do okay. this. Um. Okay. I have a bug okay. in my room. Sorry. Okay. It's really distracting me. All good. Strength check. Uh, from each of you, we'll use your highest okay. roll. Glenn to the rescue. Uh, highest roll strength check to get this guy up the stairs. And that 18. is you. Yes. 18. I'm so frustrated on so much adrenaline now that I'm like getting this guy out of here. <laughs> the two of you uh, hustle the man up the stairs as much as you can, uh, much lighter than trying to carry a, a full human as the bag is carrying some of the weight. So getting to the top of the stairs, uh, you hear some movement in the little armory portion. There is the workbench that is now one uh, sword handle short. And the large door is slightly agape to the hallway. Right, I left it open. Uh, the young man that you'd sent out there is nowhere to be seen. Oh, good. Uh, but you hear a couple voices coming back down the hallway. Um, you hear something in there and their uh their speech that sounds like they're talking about a ghost or a poltergeist but you can't quite tell exactly what it is uh so you may 
you may be keyed in that that could be the guards returning at this point, now that you've spent multiple minutes trying to open a door and shove a man into a bag. Can um, I run, like, um, a check to see, like, I feel like I would know which way, sort of, to go to leave? Like, a quick exit out of the, the castle? Sure, you could run a history, you could run whatever you think would be used for navigation, uh, or memory recall. I got a 19 on history. A 19 on history. Nice. Uh, from what you understand, where you're at, you're fairly central. Um, your best way out is through the doors that the voices are approaching. Alright. Um, Alright. In the room, there is potential space for you to hide behind the workbench. Is there a window in the room? Nope. There is not. This is a pretty Ooh. guarded area, so it is. it is hidden deep within the walls. But if we go back in there, then we have to get out the door. Can I roll a nature check to see how long he might be unconscious or what condition his body's in? Yeah, you can use nature, medicine, whatever you have as a a decent check there. Uh, Can I run, can I roll a nature instead of medicine? You can roll a nature, but you might not be able to understand everything on his condition. You'll know a bit more like um, how to revive or how uh, others have been in this state as you've been like out in nature or have hunted or whatnot. So you might not know his true condition, but you might be able to just take a quick run at like, oh, he's going to be waking up soon or not. I'm just going to roll nature. All right. See what that gets me. 19. All right. So whatever is ailing this man, whether or not it's the, the hit on the head or other, uh, he seems to be in a very, very, um, I guess, mentally recluse state. Something that you've seen animals in either like their their near death or hibernation states. So it's it's definitely in a point where he is fairly checked out mentally uh, or not moving. So you don't believe he's going to be just suddenly popping alive in the next five minutes, but it could be a couple hours or so before any motion, if it's not negative motion. Okay. Good to know. Okay. He's going to be like this for a while, so maybe we just need to find a good hiding place for now? Let me try one thing. Um, I can do Spare the Dying as a cantrip. So, that is for creatures with zero hit points and they become stable you you've given him hit points right uh, that's what i thought and it doesn't seem that he's like on his deathbed he's not bleeding out per se that's what i was trying to ask uh, earlier sorry uh he's not bleeding out per se but he was hurt and wounded in some way uh so i would advise that that would probably not be your best option here okay <clears throat> okay, so I have, what we I might have an do... idea. We can just what? tell them that we were sent to the dungeon to collect some stuff that needed to be disposed of after okay. treatment, yeah. and that we're just doing that. Okay. Uh, what if we go check that other room full of dungeons? I mean, room full of cells, and see if any of those cell doors are easy to open. And then we could stuff his body in there, 
I can go into the bag. That's that's, that's back down the stairs. Yeah. Back down uh, the stairs? Yeah, oh, we already so, got up the stairs. So yeah, we we're the in stairs. we're yeah. like in the hall. The, Good. the room that you're in is a small uh like workspace. Uh there's a few broken weapons hanging on the wall. There's a workbench not all the way up against the wall, but it's a, a fairly sturdy workbench. But that door is heavy. That's um, why I left it open. The yeah. door that's ajar is where Fizz had come through and it looks into the so... hallway. And there's also a small like armory with a, a metal door in front of it. You hear voices and movement deeper within there. Let's, so there's people near Ish. Let's just say we were sent to clean up a mess after a interrogation and mm -hmm. that that's what we're doing. All right? Okay, two, and that's why we tiny... have half, half the to torso and a bag that we're both carrying? Yeah, but maybe, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Exactly. That's that's why we have half a torso in a bag. Uh, yeah. Maybe we're supposed to bring this to the doctor. The local there we doctor. Go. <laughs> okay. So uh, the voices in the hall are getting quite close as if we just need open the to door start walking second. like we we are leaving. And then we'll Got just it. like confirm with them, like, oh hey, you know, we just did our thing and this is the way out, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you two can uh, have a little bit of chat in um, Discord or whatever it is for a moment to solidify. I'll give you that. Uh, we're going to go to a slightly less disturbing place, hopefully. We didn't um, do anything disturbing! <laughs> we've got half a torso in a bag that we're just cleaning up. We've... That's what we're saying, but it's really a lot. That was our, that was our job. Wait. Half a torso in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. It was our job. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. <laughs> WTF. Uh, so we're going back to where there's eating and drinking. And at this point, lots of stories have been told. Uh, and it, a glance was exchanged between Eljor and uh, Corey as there was some little chill that went down their spines momentarily. Um, the king is obviously hitting his limits. He's very full and uh, sitting back and only mildly sipping out of the bottle that uh, he had with him. Uh, so, well, ooh, are, are you all um, attending this evening's light ceremonies? And he lets out a, a large belch. Excuse me. Um, the light ceremonies this evening. Um, are are you attending? I had I had planned on planned on attending. Um, I've heard there's there's nothing like nothing quite like seeing the lights during the festival. You're quite correct. Um, there will be a, a a seating area that I'll I'll keep some space for you in. Oh, I must um. <laughs> I must take some rest before then, because this last hour or so has been quite exciting and filling. Ooh. Um, so uh, there's, there's a seating area. You just ask for, um, shall we say, uh, we'll call you um, the Fey Emissaries. Uh, what, can I, what can I put down that's easy enough for my guards to understand? Some of them are mm, a bit... Uh, not so smart. Yeah, I would say Faye, 
the Fey emissaries in contingent. Okay, well, uh, just just ask for the seating for the Fey emissaries. It'll be very close to me, and we can continue our, our discussion. Um, I'll ask that you see yourselves out, and he stands up, and he kind of leans over in a state where he he realizes he ate way too much, and you see him kind of like shuffle the belt and undo it a little bit and let out a, a big sigh. Oh, I'm just going to have some, some water and take a nap. Um, the, the way out is that way, and he kind of like leans up a little bit and points down the halls that uh, led to the, the foyer. Um, and it's fairly quiet as uh, the food has been kind of pulled away from the table a little bit, and the, the servants who had been in the room over the last hour or so have uh, just gone their, their merry way. What's left on the table are a couple drinks and some sweets uh, and a handful of glasses of water and uh, various other refreshments uh, as the, the staff had brought in uh, things that would hopefully counteract the copious amounts of drinking the king was doing. Um, and he, he stands up and like shifts a little bit It'll be, I believe we're about late day, midday somewhere. Um, it'll be in a few hours. I will, I will be in my box and enjoying, um, hopefully some refreshments at that time. Uh, we'll see, uh, and uh, we'll have discussion later. So it was, it was wonderful talking to you. And he he starts to kind of hustle off out of the way, and one of the servants comes out. I can show you to the front, um, the cart that the the case of Feywine would go on. Um, I didn't see one out front, so I sent for one. Um, you'll have a cart waiting for you out front. Just make sure to return it to the stables tonight, and there will be no charge. The, the king has taken care of it for you. And the old man opens the door and kind of bows, and just stays in a bowed position uh, to let you both out. He's like, Sh- shall we, Eldro? Let's uh, see to our wine and not overstay our welcome. Once again, my accent slipped. <laughs> uh, Corey has had one too many uh, Fey wines that did nothing <clears throat> to them, uh, but still, <laughs> the accent has changed. Now, that's how I am. You're... Perfect. I mean, as you're as you're walking through the uh, the halls to the front. Uh, Again, it's fairly quiet. You see a couple guards just pacing about, uh, keeping an eye on things, as in the last handful of hours, there was uh, a mysterious person and some random pillow goblin sightings. It seems to be a mid to late afternoon at this point as you get sight of the the sunlight coming in the, the front windows. Um, the stained glass is lit up, but it's definitely got a bit of a, an amber hue to it as the sun will be setting in an hour or so, uh, giving you the proper time for the evening lights show. Uh, as we're, like, riding back, uh, when we're, we're out of earshot of any, anybody, I want to kind of, like, lean over to Eljor and whisper in his ear and go, What? What is the, the Well of Souls? Is that? Uh, are you are you riding? Scared. Are you just getting on the cart and riding and leaving the the shenanigans of Lily and Fizz behind, yeah. or are you just gonna wait out front? Yeah. No, we <laughs> don't know where they are. Fuck off. We had a plan. <laughs> we had a plan to. 
to reconvene at the at the tavern. All right. Um, was I don't know. Yeah, the what the letter that came in said something about the well of souls being open and to continue our work. Who sent it to you? And Electrum. He says that like we're supposed to know what it is. Yeah. Well, the only work we had was to get this rope right. that we have. So, mission accomplished. As as I you're guess. speaking about the rope, you both recall that uh, Fizz has the rope within her bag. Dang it. Um, one thing also, when I was alone with the king, he he started like bleeding out ichor, like a like an oily sort of black substance, and he spoke in a voice that wasn't his. And as soon as I stopped, it was when I contested him about the um. Uh, his brother. Is that, is that uncommon for humans? Oh, superbly. I believe. <laughs> well, uh, perhaps we're gonna have to keep a look on that. Yeah, uh, I think so. I hope that things, things right. do feel that they are not as they appear. Very, very. And I, I, I explain what happened in the, in the room before, before they they went out. How he was gagged and bound and. Ugh. Why'd you do that to your own brother? I don't understand these people. Uh, we we may have stepped in it. Now the other the other thing that um, may may become an issue. Um, we may need to upgrade our lodgings to something more um, befit of uh, the stature that we are assuming. By Fey representation uh, uh, doesn't uh, exactly uh, Yes, perhaps we can yeah. find a private residence to rent out or some such. Electrum could probably help with that. Yeah. I'm 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 down for that. If we can keep the ruse up as long as it keeps us getting us in, you know. <clears throat> Plus we got sweet seats for tonight. Oh yeah. I'm very excited about that actually. And a lot of what this is a good day! I know! Two full cases of fey wine? I don't know as, if I've ever even uh, seen that in the fey. As, as you're looking it over, it's very uh, well-packed. The, the casing seems to be of elven design, very ornate carvings in the side. Um, each of the little uh, compartments that a bottle of fey wine sits in, which is only about the size of, like, you know, the the travel liquors you get at the liquor store oh, uh so just the little guys uh each of those has a little bit of straw underneath supporting it um and there's some twine gently tied across in a lattice pattern holding everything down in uh there's probably about 20 bottles in total to each case so you've got about 40 bottles of fey wine um to both of your knowledge each bottle is most likely about 10 to 15 gold or more in value. So you've got a bit of value here uh, just given to you. The boxes probably would fetch a few gold themselves as they're very well crafted as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'd go about getting the, the wine back, stowing it <clears throat> in the room, and then... Uh, trying to find a residence to rent, perhaps. I'm in agreement. As you approach town, uh, or the center of town, 
and get through the gardens and the approach to the castle, um, the evening is, is lively. There's a bunch of people in the streets. You see a lot of magical jewelry that is being worn, very uh, sparkly and bright. Uh, similar to if you were at a festival, a music festival, or at a fireworks show, the stuff that might uh, be purchased in our world just in a little bit more like gemmy looks. So essentially glow bracelets and glow necklaces and things. Uh, uh. Children and adults alike all wearing these these things. And they're, they're very much trinkets, but uh, it seems to be some of the, the fun that's happening. And children are running around and twirling various shiny objects in the air that are emitting light um it's a it's a joyous occasion and you're able to get to the inn the stables are not too far away to return the cart uh but as you pull up in front of the inn one of the the uh innkeeper's helper comes out and it's a young man and he looks at you all oh i was just making beds for the evening um this cart belongs across the way do you need me to return it or are you keeping it longer and i can i can How's the horses? Uh, we should return it back to his lordship. I can, yeah. I can do that. Um, it was, it was um, wonderful that you allowed me to do this because I love horses. And the the young man hops up into the cart and he he pats the the hindquarters of one of the horses and he says something to the the horses if he's met this horse many times before. Um, and then he he turns and looks at you. Um, I don't normally ask for for tips but could could i have a, a couple copper so i can get him some carrots for this this fine lad Here. why don't you t you take care of yourself and i'll uh i'll pass him two gold uh but i'll do it in a way that like i don't know what money is like i'll pull it out of my hand and i'll like eh. just show it to eljor be like <laughs> <laughs> As, as you do that and hand it to the young boy, his jaw nearly visibly would fall off his face if it could. Um, <laughs> and he just stares agape for a second and looks at both of you as if you're going to snatch the coin back from his hand. Um, and then after a few moments of the awkward stare, uh, both of you are, are most likely just like getting your fey wine and carrying on. He, he shuts his, his mouth and lets out a little whoop, uh, just like a whoop, and he like gets excited and he he <laughs> drives the horses off and stops about fifty feet away at a small cart, jumps off and gets a few carrots, and you see him get a, a pile of coin back because he gave a gold for something that was only a couple copper, um, and he pockets it all and uh, rides the the little uh, cart off to the stables. Um, Inside at the at the tables, it's fairly quiet, but there's a small hooded figure, and the hood comes back, and you see uh, the cobalt face of Electrum, and he looks at you both, and he's got a couple uh, pints of beer that are emptied, and he's just downing one more, and he he has a big lizardy grin. Ah, so it seems it um, welcome, welcome back to the inn. Um, Starting the celebration early. Wasn't there? Four of you? Hmm. I'm, I'm <laughs> supposing that the other two are just um, off doing some festival things. Huh? Um, you had mentioned uh, we should um, visit for a little bit. And he like puts a little thumb up pointing to the rooms above as if to request an invitation to discuss something. 
Sure. Like, right, right this way. Grab a, grab a case. <laughs> uh, as, as he looks across the the boxes that you have, the cases of this this Feywine, um, he offers his hands to to pick one up. They're not super heavy, as it's just a bunch of small bottles. Um, so Eldor, you've got control of it. You may offer, or you may allow him to help, or you can continue to carry if you wish. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just you. carry and I'll say, no, sir, you, you follow him up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, they hustle up to the room ahead of you, and as soon as the, uh, as soon as you've stepped into the door, Eljor, uh, Electrum just, like, slams it shut, and he, he looks at both of you. Is everyone all right? Um, did, did you secure the rope? Yes, we have, we're, we're using a, um, what'd you call it? A divide and conquer strategy, perhaps. Um, the two of us have ingratiated ourselves. Uh, I, with... can, I can smell all of the um, drink and things that you've... Um... <clears throat> yes. yes. We're, I don't want to brag, but we're really close friends with the king. Reserve seats. It's the show tonight. Whoa. Oh, that's... That's wonderful. <laughs> well, um, if you've got the rope, um, you've got the, the gemstones to fix up the glove and the spider, um... It should help us with um, the well. What? Yes, yeah, sp speaking of the well. Yeah. What? <laughs> I got your message. Um, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Electrum pulls a, a paper out of his, his satchel very sheepishly, and he, he puts it up to both of you. Um, so I didn't want to tell you about this yet, but uh, now's the time. There's a well. Um, it was opened um, five, six hundred years ago. Um, and it is, uh, well, let's just say it's pure evil. And within it, there's, there's souls of many, many fallen warriors and creatures and evils that um, have been trapped there. Uh, well, when it, when it opened up the first time, the... The guards that were down there were engulfed by the souls and uh, rampaged the town, killing about 80 innocent. Um, part of your, part of why I requested that you help is that we, um, we get down to the well and we close it back up because at that point as he's speaking, there's a thud, thud, thud on the door. Um, the innkeeper peeks in. I'm just, just checking in on you, um, he'd been drinking here quite a bit today, I didn't know if, um, everything was alright, uh, do, do you need any drinks or anything, and, and he, 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 like, motions, like, are we okay, kind of, like, trying to get you to signal, uh, okay, okay, well, okay, and he shuts the door behind him, you hear him hustle down the stairs, well, um, it seems that this Kingdom. Um, there's a few new kings that had just suddenly became rulers at the time of the king here, and they're all trying to get to the well. Sounds like they're trying to build an army to take over the whole country or more. And that's you bad. want us to close the well using fancy rope. Um, close or destroy or whatever it may mean. Um, that spider thing I hear can 
put out quite a blast. Should have enough gems to fit in, I think. So you don't need a map of the palace. Well, the, the map was to find the rope, and um, if you have it, then... What was what was in the room? Oh, never mind, never mind. Uh, we'll we'll get to that when um. Wherever Beryl went off to, we'll we'll find him. He's been the one that's been sketching all of the uh, the maps for us. He'll 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 fill it in. Well, so to be honest, um. We've we've kind of backed ourselves into a little little bit of a corner, um. We're, we're putting on airs, as it were, uh, to a degree, um, to a point where I don't believe the tavern and inn uh, accommodations are going to be sufficient for our perceived station. So if you have a lead on any uh, compounds or rentable properties befitting okay. of an envoy... So you're, you're saying because... You've gotten so close to the king, and you've told him that, oh, oh, I see where you're going. Your royalty. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> it seems that um, there was tragedy at the, the inn just around the corner, and there's a room open. They just freshly cleaned it, and um, I know a guy there that can get you the space. No cost. I was, I was thinking more of our own... Uh building along the way, along the main thorough road yeah, uh, or some oh, sort. Yeah, Electrum pulls out a, a paper that's a, a sketch of the, the town. He's he's looking about and looks up bright-eyed. Got just the place. Uh, just around the corner from here, there's um a, a small home that was once owned by a tailor who had passed a couple of years ago. Uh, they say that... Um, this place has great value to the town, but no one has purchased it. Don't know why. Um, it's immaculate. A beautiful home. The first level has all of the, the fixings of a shop. The second level has a workshop and some beds, a wonderful kitchen. Um, don't ask how I know all of this. I may or may not have been in most of the homes here for some reason or another, but um, uh, we've... We've scoped it out as a wonderful place if we ever set up shop. Lock, stock, and barrels is gonna be there. And he he grins. Um, I, I I could I could procure the keys and get them to you tonight. That would be immensely helpful. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna need some bargaining power. And he looks over at the Fey wine. I'd hate to ask. Can I have a case of this, and you'll get the keys? Mm. Give give us a moment. I, 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 I flutter over to Eljor. He backs up and, and kind of does his own thing for a moment. Yeah, I just kind of whisper to him. It's like, I just need him to think that we're we're pushing back on it. Right, right, right. It is free yeah. wine anyway. I'll shake my head to make it look like I'm disagreeing with you. Yeah, and, and yeah, this, yeah. this also, this will give us a safe place if we fail at this wealth thing. Of course. Can, yeah, can I get yeah, both yeah. of you to roll a uh, deception at advantage? <laughs> For all the, the diplomacy I've been doing, I am not diplomatic. Okay, okay, <laughs> one of them. 
Uh, deception. 17 for me. 16 for me. All right. Uh, the Pretty the nods and shakes and discussion, uh, the little bit that is being eyed over his shoulder, <laughs> Electrum keeps looking down, and you can see he's, like, visibly, like, nervous at what's going on. You see a foot start to tap, and his tail twitches a little bit as if he's worried he might not be able to have what he needs to uh, secure the keys for this this home. Like, well, we've, we've talked it over, Electrum, and I, uh, I think we can meet your request. Oh, good. I, I thought we weren't going to be able to do it. Uh, the, the, the owner of this place, um, he, he's taken by fancy things like this. Um, I'm sure we could get the building for a case of this and maybe a handful of golden things that I can send his way later, but this will definitely get our foot in. Um, thank you. And he grabs it and he, he starts hustling, uh, down the stairs and he turns and looks, I'll, I'll meet you tonight. You said you were in the, the King's, um, seating area. Yes. We'll be with the Fey wild delegation. Okay, well, I'll 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 dress nicely and I'll I'll come be a part of your party if you wish. Um, at least for just a few minutes to uh, exchange. And he hustles down the stairs, uh, and he like busts through the front door, uh, turns and uses his shoulders so he doesn't do any damage to the the case of the Fey wine. At this point, we're going to leave you two for a few minutes and figure out what. Lily and Fizz have uh, solved with the two guards coming down the hall, uh, about to open the door. The potential that there's guards or others within the armory, um, the small workbench in the room with the remainder of the sword, and then the stairs, spiral staircase that goes back down to the dungeons they just came from. All right. What? Are the shenanigans we're pulling now? Well, we're still well, like working on. our way down the hall. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna walk towards the door that the guards are coming at. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, as yep. you're walking towards the door, uh, a hand comes in the doorway and pulls it open a bit more, and the two guards are uh, a bit nervous and alert, and they stop and they look at you both, and hands go to the swords at their side. They don't draw their swords. But they're they're ready for a moment as if there's uh, a need to fight. Um, what what is this here? What what are you doing with them? Is that a bag of body parts? Yeah, yeah. We were asked to come here by the doctor. Didn't anyone tell you? We were just with the doctor. Um, state state and your names. And he forgot to mention. State your names and your ranks. Okay. Ranks? We don't have a rank, but I am assistant to the doctor in town temporarily. Uh, my name is Lily Aris. Didn't mention you, and um, you, Kobold, what are you doing here? I'm helping. She's uh, a little shy. Well, I, I guess when the, the two of you. Couldn't quite carry a whole body, I guess. Um, where did you well, get these parts, the anyways? Body. Oh, the prisoners downstairs. Both the men kind of open their eyes briefly and look at each other, 
like very wide eyed. You, we you got permission. The 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 the, the prisoner. Um. Uh. Mm -hmm. Which which cell? All of them. We took little pieces from all of them. They go white in the face for a moment. Uh, and they, they look at each other. Did you take pieces from the ones in the two cells, or were there just pieces lying about in the cells? All of it. The, the second guard who hasn't spoken just kind of like <laughs> gags a little bit as if he's about to throw up. Look, we were just Listen. told to collect the parts and bring them back. It's not a glamorous job, but it pays the bills. Like, can we get going? Listen, I'm sorry if this makes you sick. We're just trying to get out of here as fast as we can. We're, we've got to get back to the doctor. He's going to be asking for us if we're late. And he's going to get really upset. Then the second guard, again, kind of looks down and sees the arm slumped out from under, like, whatever you're covering it with. And he goes... Okay, well... Um, I'm so sorry. Listen, just let us keep walking and we'll get out of your way, out of your hair. Don't look at it anymore. It's going to make you sick. Um, best thing would be to go sniff some salts. That'll help uh, all that vomit go back down, okay? Make uh, sure you drink a little bit of vinegar. As, as you're saying these things, the two <laughs> guards are just like utterly pale like they had just seen a ghost you should have um, seen us the first week on this job <laughs> they they push the door open for you and are just kind of staring at one another their eyes are as absolutely wide as they can be in this moment and as as you walk out into the hallway uh you hear one of one of the guards say to the other uh the voice being a little bit different you would assume it's the second guard so um did you do you think that um, it's still haunting us? Those body parts um, just not real or ghost parts or is it depositing parts of beings down there? Um, as as they're they're discussing briefly, and you're walking down the hall, you hear swords draw, and the door closes shut. Uh, you you believe that they may be uh. Preparing for whatever worst is down below in the cells. Um, for whatever poltergeist or haunting or evil demon necromancer wizard thing that uh, was tortured there that's haunting them again. Uh, you, you guys have made these two guards essentially shit their armor so nice. awesome <laughs> so they're not bad. coming after us i'm okay so, yeah we just continue we make our way out we go out to where we left the cart outside of the castle we um hoist the bag up there and like head as as way. you're making your way through the the castle grounds to uh where you've stashed your cart um there's a, a few staff that are walking by just doing their thing and there's a couple that duck into corners or step out of the way you hear one lady go oh! as as you walk past uh everyone is like freaking out and just unsure of why you've got parts in a bag especially because the arm that's dragging down the hall 
uh, is a full human-sized arm, and your bag is definitely not one that would carry the rest of a human, so you only got half of it or less, is what they're seeing. Yeah, um, that's all we needed. That's, it's, it's <laughs> disturbing most. And as you get out to the cart, you're able to uh, load up as you wish. Uh, how, how do you handle this? What, what are we doing? How are we, how are we going about this? We are going to go back to the inn. Hopefully, and we're going to keep there, with like, the same story. Yeah, that's a good idea. Is there like a back entrance though? Or like an entrance straight down to Electrums maybe? That we can like go up through the inn and not cause such a scene? Uh, as you recall, Electrums was accessed by a small alleyway behind the inn. It was below the floorboards, essentially, of the main room. Um, the best of your knowledge, you might be able to pop up a floorboard and end at the bottom of the stairs, but you're still going to be in the inn and probably causing more of a scene coming through the floor with a chunk of a human torso. Should, so, uh, should um, we take this guy to Electrum, or should we take him through the inn? Oh, do you have... That really fancy coat that was in your bag? Yeah. Oh, but your bag's stuffed with the body. Yeah. So we can't reach in there. Yeah. Anything that Fizz is carrying that's not, like, attached to her it's person not really is not accessible. So she's got a dagger, yeah. probably, her her hammer, and me... uh, that's about it. Why don't we just take him to Electrum? Like, I don't really want this in our room. <laughs> And if he wakes up down there, like, we can always just sit down there till he wakes up and then leave. Yeah. Or at least it's in the back. Uh. Or maybe he has something that he can do with this guy. I don't know. Does the guy have a shirt on? I didn't, you... uh, very nice on the other. Okay, let's take his shirt off and tie it around his waist try to tuck his arm into the cloak so that it's hidden a little more and so that so way tie maybe his arm only... to him with his shirt uh i'm trying to use his shirt to like cover up his torso yeah but if we're tucking his arm in though and if we tie the shirt around his torso and his arm it contains the arm and covers his torso are you, are you trying to hide the fact that he looks like a half of a plant human stuck in a bag ready to be planted somewhere yes Okay. Uh, you could probably tie a cloak around it, or uh, you could put his shirt around it, but you're still basically stuck with the upper chunk of a torso. It's it's a bit. <laughs> okay. It's a bit. Okay. Worth a try. Let's just take him down to the basement, and then we'll figure it out from there. And then okay. maybe we can figure out what Eljor and the other one are. And maybe Corrigan. Eljor can help move him. Yeah. Corrigan. Okay. All right. Let's do that. Okay. So we, that's what we do. All right. I so as you're, as you're uh, riding back into that part of town, you too see a bunch of the, the townsfolk uh, with the bright lights uh, strewn about their necks and uh, twirling them in the air. It's the party is starting to come alive as the sun sets. Uh, it, the sun is about to set, so it's, it's darkening in the town. Um, the, the lampposts are, instead of being lit with 
with fire, uh, bright colored magical gems are appearing. Uh, very illusionary, but still uh, keeping up with the theme of the festival. Um, and you pull up behind the back of the inn uh, next to that that alleyway that you're intending to go down. And around the corner comes uh, Electrum carrying a box of some sort. Um, and he, he kind of makes eye contact with you as you point to him. And he, he goes, oh, hello. It seems, it seems I just ran into your, um, the rest of your party. Uh, they're, they're upstairs in the inn. Um, don't mind this. This is, this is bargaining for later. And you notice that he's got a, a, a crate that's got a bunch of um, small bottles tied down into it. It's a very ornate crate. Uh, it seems very, very beautiful and quite expensive. Well, I look at Lily and I'm like, well, since they're upstairs, do you want me to just go up there and get them and have them help us decide what to do? Or should we just put them in the basement? Why don't you, yeah, go up there, maybe grab a sheet. And I'll wait here with the body. Sounds good. Okay, so I hustle up the stairs to Eljor. This 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 and... isn't the spooky episode, mind you. <laughs> I'll wait here with the body. <laughs> um, so Fizz, you you bust into the inn and nearly uh, trip up one of the the barkeeps that's running a couple of beers to a table, and are able to scurry up the stairs within a handful of moments, uh, probably thirty or so seconds. You're around the corner and up the stairs. Uh, a bit out of breath, most likely, uh, you, you're able to burst into the room. So, <sighs> um, Eldor, uh, yes. we have Welcome something back. that we kind of uh, need your help with outside on the cart. Oh, did you find more wine? No. Oh. oh, okay. Can I just get up to go with? Great. I didn't want to have to explain that. So, <laughs> so uh, Fizz is most likely hurriedly making her yeah, way down the stairs. We have to hurry. Lily's by herself. So, okay. Uh, Corey, do you follow along or do you stay in the the room? Um. Well, <laughs> meta gaming here. You're just. Like, I know. I'm not sure, I want to be around. This. I wasn't exactly asked. It was just Eljoy. I mean, I'd go down to see. <laughs> What's going You're on? welcome, but I just figured that Cor <laughs> Corgi Man couldn't do much to Corgi help Man. Us. That's that's. Fizzle Pop is not. Fizzle Pop has called Corey Corgi Man a handful yeah, of time. times. Yeah, <laughs> time. For whatever reason, uh, that it just hit me weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Corgi Man. I'll go right. down. I'll either go down and see, or first I'll look out the window to see if I could see uh, Lily. There's no uh, cart out in window. front, so where, where, okay. wherever it may be, it's around a corner or something just out of sight. Uh, I'll go uh, and and examine things, but I'll I'll leisurely go out there because I don't want to be like whoosh, too many people comings and goings. <laughs> yeah, from the uh, room. Also, um, there's a small chance that we may not. Well, Lily and I may not be able to go back into the castle again, so I hope that's not an issue. But, um, yeah. Just. You can explain once we're inside, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Eldra and I are setting up this super subtle play. <laughs> They're just going in. Ah, stab everybody! We ruined it. <laughs> so you, you've got like 
on one side it's a, a very uh bond-esque setup we've got our cover we've got a base camp we've got a spot to do our thing on the other side it's Winging definitely it. it's definitely like weekend at bernie's meets tropical thunder and it's just a mess <laughs> it's it's more than a mess and here's where the world collide everyone uh so leading Eljor and Corey back around the, the back of the building. Uh, Fizz just kind of scuttles up to the the cart that you all had brought to the the castle a few days or a few hours prior. So uh, a couple sessions back now. And I go, so and I'm like whispering, but I guess I don't understand whispering, so I whisper like, so there's a guy in my bag, but he's unconscious. And it only looks like it's part of a guy because he's part in my bag and part covered by Corgi Man's coat. Um, but it's really heavy and we're really tired. So, yeah. Are they at the cart right now? Yeah. Uh, at this point, they're making their way up to the cart and you can hear Fizz uh, whispering, whispering quite loudly. And you it's see our that, stick that look. That's weird. I'm just going to go, oh, just another bag I'm picking up. With body parts in it. <laughs> uh, Helping Eldor, carry get, things for ladies. You get there, and um, if you want, there's no real good strap because the current tie is stretched to its yeah. max. So you can either like hug it, you can throw the arms over your shoulders like a backpack, you can. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm gonna do. Hold it like this. Just hold the hands. Um, as, as you grab the hands and you like throw it over like a backpack, you hear just a uh, uh, as like the, the guy that you're picking up is not coming to, but just a little bit more lucid than just completely out cold. Um, Quickly now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where do you take the, the torso? Uh, I'm heading into the inn. No. no, no, take take him no. downstairs. Don't walk walk uh, through a tavern with with a torso. Oh, oh there's yeah, a tavern that you have to walk through. Right, that was basement. my idea. Take him to the basement. Great, <laughs> great, fantastic. <laughs> um, like the... I'm fluttering behind, muttering the whole time. Oh. Go go through the trouble, set myself up as an officer, and all this nonsense. Now there's a, now I got a body to worry about. <laughs> um, another jaw drops as you open the door underneath the, the tavern and Electrum sees what's going on and sees you've got a human torso backpack um, he, he looks at the group and doesn't say anything for a half second uh, care to explain? inside yes very much okay Do, are we inside? Yeah, you're all able to make your way into the, the okay. hideout below. Again, hang on a second. Reminder, Eljor, with the height here, you have to kind of duck because it is yeah. underneath the tablet. Okay. Absolutely. So I um, pull off the coat, give it back to Corgi, man. I'm like, here you go. It's been super helpful. Thank you very much. And I go, okay, so he looked familiar and he was in the dungeons and we thought he was almost dead so i kind of stabilized him and we did a lot of work to get him out and now he's here but he didn't like totally fit in my bag so it was like 
it was a thing. And so, so I don't know that we can go back to the castle because a lot of people saw us and they thought that we were there to collect body parts because that's what we told them. The, the two innocent but, smiles. But why? <laughs> well, because we had a bag with half a torso and we didn't know what to tell people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the why's to before that. Um, why? Now, as as Fizz had pulled the the because he looked familiar and he was almost dead and there was like a ghost or something and it was like this whole thing. As a Fizz ghost? pulled the sheet off of the head, uh, and upper part of this torso, uh, can Eljor and Cory roll a history to see how much you remember of the guy prior? Six, <laughs> a dirty twenty. <laughs> Cory, you you. you get a small inkling that you've seen someone that may or may not look like him, but at the same time, too, you see quite a few faces. Uh, Eljor, on the other hand, he looks very familiar, and you kind of catch thinking he looks like the the man you had a moment with uh, prior to getting your, your fluff dragon uh, as you were oh looking God, at books and talking dragon. about uh, how to get home in another realm. This is the guy. What guy? I mean, this the... is the guy that, yeah. Yeah, I recognize him. Ouch. We thought it'd be good to help him out. I don't think that's he, a bad idea. He seems he a little... Except there was this really annoying halfling who kept talking to us the whole time, so I don't know what's the deal with that. Now, we will let you know that the king went all, like, kind of scary when I asked him to forgive his brother, like some weird black stuff started coming out of his orifices. They were totally freaked what? out because they thought or there was fine. a ghost. They thought I was a ghost. Why'd they think you were a ghost? Why would they I think don't know, but I guess ghost? weird things have been happening since this guy died down there or something last week Wait. or something. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so first of all, there's a ghost down in the basement of the castle. Yeah. But it, secondly, yeah. the king, current king, has black stuff coming out of his face? Yeah, and he spoke in a voice that, that was a lot like this. <laughs> like that. Is that normal okay. for humans? So That's what I said. It was scary. I have a feeling that someone I need one has of these killed and I'm just going to pull one of the and is posing as him. Anybody else feeling that? I feel like I've been plucked off the vine and eaten grape by grape. I'm exhausted. I don't know that I have any feelings about humans, but okay. But why did you kidnap someone who looked familiar? Because... It's like, oh, I've seen that vendor before. I better take him Is home. Is it kidnap or save? Were you, what were you trying to do? I guess that's a better question. He yeah. was like almost dead and I like made him not almost dead. So, they hit him pretty hard. I don't know. It just felt right in the moment. Okay. Uh, see if we can wake him up. Have a conversation. That'd be helpful, right? I mean, they were pretty freaked out yeah. that we collected body parts from the dungeon. I mean, that makes sense. But they were okay with it in the end. <laughs> They were okay sense. with it in the end. Well, that's that's gonna cause a problem if you can't go back in. Why? Oh. We've got a we've got a meeting later tonight. All of us. Uh, 
yeah, yeah. The fake, the fake opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've made y'all part of my retinue. Honestly, right now, in this very moment, I believe that the king is dead. So, but I can find exist. that out closer if I can All talk right. to him and figure it out that way. You okay. Well, what if we try? just? Well, what if we just try to go? It'll be fine. Oh, also, also, it was mostly like fact. maids. It was mostly like maids and guards and stuff that we saw. It wasn't like anyone important. You know, just mm. the guards well, that have, may be have, walking around. You have fancy everywhere. clothes. Yeah. That's also, true. fun fact: uh, we're supposed to close up some sort of well of souls, leeching the dead into this realm or or something. Maybe that's quite... why there's ghosts in the dungeon. Maybe. Never been in a dungeon myself. No. Maybe. It wasn't that bad. I just accidentally broke a guy's ankle. It was. Oh, do you have the rope? Weak. What? Do you have the rope? I the one thing rope. we were sent to get there? Oh, yeah. No, I still have that. Oh, good. Whew. And I've got the gems, and I've oh. got the eye, and I've got... Also, yeah. I bought a house. So we're going to move <gasps> over there. That'll be fun. What? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. We, well, In a proper we, part we, of town. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's keeping up appearances. So you'll each have your own rooms. Room. To put your own dead guys in barrels or whatever it is you're in. Yeah. When's, when's the housewarming Wait. party? <laughs> I believe I get the keys tonight. <laughs> uh, right, so I have an idea. <laughs> what sure. if? What if we used the eye to like erase those guys' memories that we saw? That can it do that? All I, I have, have to show, to show them new. is the rope. I don't have anything new, and I'm sure it's I don't have anything new, but mm. we could find something. The rope? I wonder if he's seen any of this. And I just hold up the rare elven wine. Hi, buddy. Hi. Doggy says hello. Oh, no. That's a dog. <laughs> I've seen Doggy. those. Uh, so, <laughs> as, you're, as you're all discussing, um, in the middle of that conversation... Locke had walked in and had just started been like making a dinner or something in the kitchen um and electrum had just kind of backed out just silently uh with the case of wine and just shook his head as this whole conversation is going down uh you smell a little bit of something burning in the kitchen and Locke is just standing there his little goblin jaw agape as he's just kind of been privy to half of the things that have gone on and he sees the arm of the man just kind of uh dangling off of the, no, we, the map table we took his coat off we took the the them is a coat off oh so then yeah, he sees the top torso. he sees the the torso of this man laying oh, on the map table i need to prove that i have the rope and i like pull the bag off of the guy and i'm like i'm like see here's the rope didn't i show you how it stands on its own did there, i show you so did you see it there's there's a full it? torso of a man now uh, and a full body of a man, sorry. I throw the rope on the ground and pull the end up, too. And Fizz is showing off her party tricks. Uh, as she pulls the rope up, the rope stands where uh, she pulls it, and it seems to just stay there. Didn't you see awesome. this already? Nobody saw this? 
That's no, really Fizz, cool. You, you I messed saw it. with it and then threw it. Or yeah, you messed with it when you were hanging out no. with Lily. So. Wait, I didn't see it because I was still in the bag. Oh, then Fizz is the only one that's aware. The rest of you see this thing happening. Uh, oh, we got excited dogs. Did we get a dog treat redemption? Yeah. Oh, thank you for the dog treat redemption. We're, we're treating our canines on this end. Sarah, treat him. And Sarah's treating that one over there. Look at those happy canines. Uh, <laughs> they love boy. those point redemptions. And there's one happy dog. We'll get another happy dog on camera. Uh, so Locke is burning his dinner, staring all of this down. And now there's an unconscious man laying on the map table, a rope just standing tall. And he's just jaw agape, all of his little sharp, piney goblin teeth visible. Uh, and the little bit of meat he was cooking is smoking on the, the small fire he's built in the kitchen. Can I stick my head in the kitchen and use my in my truly invisible mage, mage hand to just move it off of the heat? It's the uh, first time I will use my mage hand legerman. <laughs> And then goes invisible and then goes right behind and lifts the meat off of the, the flame. Um, do you do anything uh, additional to finish his meal or are you just moving it so it doesn't keep smoking? Yeah, I'm just moving it okay. so it doesn't burn anymore. Right. Uh, the smoke starts to dissipate a little bit, but the goblin is just like still jaw dropped staring at the, the party here. What's wrong, friend? Haven't uh, you seen a human? I've never seen a human come out of a bag and the rope. I didn't think it existed. And you said that um, there's ghosts? They said there was ghosts. I didn't see any eh. ghosts. He sniffs up in the air a second. Oh no! And turns around. Um, and my steak is now off of the... Uh, he just grabs the steak and throws it on a, a little wooden plate and sits down and faces away from you and you hear i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on as he's like slowly cutting into the meat <coughs> um you've you've broken a little goblin momentarily as he's gnawing into his dinner and after he takes a couple bites you hear okay this is real i i taste it i taste it okay okay um and you you're all there underneath the inn uh, with a broken goblin eating his dinner, an unconscious uh, prince on the table, and um, a really great spot to end the evening unless there's any little bit of conversation to wrap up here between the party. I mean, that's, I would try and encourage him. Everything's okay. <laughs> You're going over and patting him <laughs> on the shoulder. It's okay. Uh, so here, here's where we wrap up. Wasn't a ghost. <laughs> here's where we wrap up. Uh, Prince on the table. Goblin in the corner. About on the edge of tears. Uh, party is trying to figure out what they're going to do tonight. As some of them may be fugitives and some of them may be uh, the king's invites to... This is this is a mess. I've never had a party that was mixed with like unwanted <laughs> posters and like getting the red carpet rolled out in front of them simultaneously. We don't have wanted posters. We have unwanted posters. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's like if you find these people, don't like expel run. them out of town. Back back away slowly. <laughs> You'll be okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so this is where we're going to end for the night. Uh, I believe oh Sir Ahoy <laughs> is getting a a channel to follow, so stick around for just a few minutes because we also have some fun announcements. In two weeks, we will be playing another game. Uh, that's going to be a really great episode because I need to figure out what's going on with all of these shenanigans. But you we're, also, we're also going to be giving away a bit of our merch. So we just put a bunch of new designs on our shop. So exclamation merch in chat will give you the link uh take a look there we've got a bunch of new shirts a bunch of sweatshirts uh some stickers and whatnot uh we will be giving away one of the t-shirts mm. so the winner just needs to be present at some <laughs> point during the episode and type something into chat that will be marked we will reach back out to you if you aren't around when we do the drawing at the end of the episode and whoever is chosen gets a shirt from our merch catalog uh, oh. You'll be able to pick the size, the color, the design that we have. We got a bunch of colors and a bunch of designs set up, so go take a look. Uh, if you just can't wait, feel free to make a purchase now. And if you win, you get a second cool shirt. Hey. Uh, I mean, all of us are sitting here going, I think I need to buy all of them. Uh, so, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're debating about how much <laughs> of our Christmas money we're spending on ourselves. Uh, so take a look there. We'll see you in two weeks for that. Uh, Party, anything else you wish to say as we go uh, raid a channel? Congrats to Lucas Martinez on winning our advent calendar giveaway yeah. today. Um, don't forget to DM Jared, our GM, somewhere um, so we can get that to you and hopefully in time where you can enjoy it starting December 1st. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's bored tomorrow evening, I'm... Now I can't get out of the Corrigan. Uh, I'm DMing. Or I'm, I'm DMing. Yep, that's right. It's a 5e game uh, over on Whiskey and Waffles for Extra Life 2001 Benefit Children's Hospital. Awesome. Uh, it'll be great. Uh, just saying so, the quest is to, has something to do with the half orchestra. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, the half orchestra. Oh, great. Uh, Jared, could you elaborate? What, what does that mean that you're doing this benefit? Does... Tips, bits, sponsors. How does that? Yeah, go? yeah. So, because extra life cool. is a uh, is a thing that happens across tons of channels and networks, um, mm -hmm. and it's a, basically a huge fundraiser. Um, but donations, uh, subs, bits, all all the fancies. Uh, one of the guys, the the owner of Whiskey and Waffles, will for every fifty dollar donation will down a uh, smeared off ice. Oh, oh, that's fun. danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, and all of those go to a good cause. Extra Life, I believe, is uh, for video it's, games it's with children and growth. Video and games and to support uh, children, children's wards and hospitals. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. So, uh, video games and supporting uh, children's wards and hospitals. Awesome, it smiles awesome, awesome. Smiles and kids' faces. And. and you get a chance to go uh, ice somebody. So yeah, can ice a bro like it's 1998. Ice a bro, <laughs> uh, support some some kids in need, and uh, let's let's go do that tomorrow night. Whiskey and waffles. Uh, yeah. Until then, who are we raiding tonight? 
Oh, we're going to visit our friends over at Quests and Chaos. They're running a Call of Cthulhu-style game right now. Nice. Nice. So, uh, when that link pops up, everyone join in. Send love from Here Be Dragons. Uh, we will see you again in two weeks. You'll get to see Jared tomorrow if you join into Whiskey and Waffles. And uh, just hop onto our Discord. There's plenty of other stuff going on, and we will see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I don't know if this hype train's gone or if we're smashing that like button or punching that bell or whatever we do on the internet these days, but uh, let's just go to our, our theme song.